C3 Counties Radio. It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Wickham vandalism linked to death of local man, two men stabbed in Bedfordshire street fight and Harrison Ford survives LA plane crash. BBC Three Counties Radio. Police in High Wickham have stepped up patrols after two nights of vandalism against cars. More than 50 vehicles have been sprayed with graffiti and had their windows smashed in attacks thought to be linked to the death of local man Habibullah. More from Jane Killick. The graffiti read NJNP, which is believed to stand for No Justice, No Peace. It follows an inquest this week which ruled the death of Habib Ullah was through misadventure. The 39-year-old father of three died after being stopped and searched by police in 2008 and the family say they will continue to fight for justice. Four men have been arrested and bailed. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. Bedfordshire police say they were called at 7.20 after reports of a large number of men fighting on Hartwell Drive. Two men were stabbed with a knife before the other men fled the scene. The actor Harrison Ford has been injured when a light aircraft he was piloting crash-landed on a golf course in Los Angeles. Witnesses said the Indiana Jones star was alert and conscious after the crash but was badly cut. Patrick Butler is from the local fire department. I've been on several plane crashes, single engine, small uh, personal aircraft and um, normally the outcomes are, are fatalities, so yes, we are very thankful that the passenger, from what we appear right now, had moderate injuries. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement, despite being rated good in some areas. The latest Care Quality Commission findings highlight accident and emergency services and medical care is not up to standard. More from Carol Abercrombie. The trust was rated good in six out of eight areas, but still has an overall rating of requires improvement. The trust chief executive, Joe Harrison, acknowledges that A&E and acute medical services come under most pressure due to increasing demand. He said they would use the report as a springboard for continued positive change. The report is based on a three-day inspection in October. Research by Oxford University suggests that immigration has pushed up the population of England by 565,000 in the past three years. It estimates that every local authority has seen a population rise, mostly driven by immigrants from within the European Union. Drivers are to get a 10-minute grace period before a parking fine is issued. The community's secretary, Eric Pickles, says he wants to end the war on drivers. More from Victoria Fritz. As of next month, councils will find it far harder for their wardens to find drivers. The government is set to end years of complaints by banning on-the-spot fines for being a few minutes late. The use of cars equipped with CCTV to automatically issue parking fines will also be banned, except in high-risk areas such as bus lanes. The government is also reminding councils not to use parking to turn a profit. The weather cloudy with some occasional sunny intervals, a maximum temperature today 11 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Hello, kids. Hello. Wherever did you get to last night? You won't believe me if I tell you. Well, I know I won't, but here, go on. <laughs> well, I met a fella, a real smashing fella. He was six foot two and a door when he twisted. Did you go outside? Of course we went outside. When I hope you resisted, you hope I resisted. Wait, 
till I tell you what he did. We didn't! Oh, you know, kids. Well, the night was kind of coldish and the stars were sort of bright and he took me in his arms. Oh, I bet he held you tight. It was not like any other fella that I ever knew. Yeah, come on, no, I can't. Oh, go on, come on, what did he do? He taught me to yodel. Oh, what? He taught me to yodel. Oh, now I've heard a lot. You can't tell me you spent all night without a single Vinyl Friday, guys. What you gonna do about it? Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Friday. It looks like we made it once again. Coming up on the show... Well, all of the music's coming from records. No doubt we'll be talking about this 10 minutes grace parking. And also... World Book Day yesterday. Did you send your kids to school dressed up? Maybe you're sending them dressed up today. Well, would you send them up as Christian Grey with cable ties and a blindfold? Some mum did, and now she's upset her boy's going to be expelled. Good for them, I say. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Kath's sweating herself. We've been sent some audio from a listener. It's not that. What's that horrible noise? Who's that? That's me bashing the um, okay. intercom. What, what have you been sent? Well, um, someone's remixed uh, my track. Oh, really? My Sweet Beats that I laid down uh, the other day. From your group Wow? <laughs> yes, and it's actually pretty good. You, you, you say it's pretty good. Well, I mean, he, 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 he says by his own admission he knocks it out in a very, very short period of time. So, you know. But um, he's done but, it, and so maybe we'll um, debut it later on. Can you turn either turn that Geiger counter off or get rid of your radioactivity? It's whenever you work with my mic. Sorry, we're having... Okay, don't worry. I can I can sort my way around this. Hang on a second. Let's um, hang on. We can make this work. Right. Oh, oh hang on. I can't. Oh, right. Oh, wait, let's have this. I am this is the weird this bit on that record I was telling you about. Buddha, come in and sit with me beneath the magic lotus tree. It's worth it. The smell of incense fills the air. The temple bells call us back to mourn the leader of the pack. Is she really going out?
never know. Where's Dealey? 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 Remembering all the things we've been through. In school they all stop and stare. I can't have a tears, but I don't care. I'll never forget him, the leader of the pack. Nine, four double five five double five. Can we get a list, please, of uh, songs about people dying or or being very very seriously injured? Could we do that, please? Let's compile a list this morning. Peter, songs about people dying or being very seriously injured, Justin. I've got one for you straight away. Yes, boss. Um, Terry Twinkle. Uh, that was about her boyfriend dying in a motorcycle crash, and it's actually a great song. Beautiful. Well. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's, it goes on the top ten, the morbid top ten, Justin. <laughs> yes. 08459 four double five five double five. We've got lots lots of work for you today, sir. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Keep on your toes. Story about uh, that this youngster, 11 years old going to school dressed up as Christian Grey. That was the sort of thing that I would do at school. What? Yeah, brilliant. You're having a laugh. Well, I think some of the extras he took in was probably what landed him in all sorts of trouble, but uh, the picture in the papers today, it is just pure genius. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Also, what do you do in front of your mirror? But, Mm. serious story first. Police have been stepping up patrols in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism in the town. They believe the spate of damage to around 50 cars is linked to the recent outcome of the inquest into Habib Ullah's death. Uh, Justin, uh, what damage was done to the vehicles? Well, it was the uh, the first spate of vandalism happened on Tuesday evening. That was sometime between 7 and 10 p.m. 23 vehicles there in the Cressex and Booker area of Wickham. They were damaged. And then on Wednesday, another 30 cars were damaged in the same area. One of those cars, Ian, is a police car. Mm. Now, the vehicles had windows smashed and graffiti sprayed on them. Some of it read NJNP, which stands for no justice, no peace. Okay, so it says that, but it it doesn't mention specifically Habib Ullah. Why are they linking the two together? Well, because that slogan is one of the slogans used by Habib Ullah's campaign group, which is why the police are linking this to the recent outcome of the inquest into his death. But they have spoken to his family and uh, the campaign organisers representing them, and they've stated clearly they do not support these acts of vandalism whatsoever. In fact, the family say that they've had uh, peaceful demonstrations, haven't they? They're not into this uh, this kind of violence and aggression. Yep. It's nothing to do with them. Uh, what, what are the police doing about it, Just? Well, the police, uh, four men aged 26, 27, 19 and 18, all from High Wycombe. Uh, they were arrested on suspicion of criminal damage in connection with the incident on Tuesday. Uh, they've been released on bail. However, uh, Wednesday's incident, uh, no arrests have been made in connection with Wednesday, but the police do say that they are reassuring 
patrolling the community, as they do. Uh, extra patrols are currently taking place in the area to prevent further crimes of this nature taking place. Justin, we'll speak to you at about 10 to 7 with things people do in front of mirrors. Is it clean? Uh, yes, it's clean. It's from the people of Barton in Bedfordshire. You know those people. They are clean people. Thank you very much, Justin. for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking quiet so far on the motorways. The M25, no reports of any problems. On the M1, there's roadworks going on between Junction 2 for Five Boys Corner and Junction 4 for Edgware. There's speed limits of 50 miles an hour while those roadworks go on, so that could cause some things, uh, cause it to be slower than usual this morning. On the M40, that's looking fine. And looking at the speed sensors in High Wycombe on the A40 Oxford Road, there's no delays at the moment through the roadworks, but they're in both directions at Oxford Street, so that could cause some delays later on this morning. And in Hitchin, a reminder that on K 
Cambridge Road, there's roadworks at the junction for Willen Road. No reports of any problems so far on the trains. Smart the Breath, BBC Three Counties. Thank Radio. you, Sammy. 6.16, it's Friday the 6th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Police in High Wycombe have stepped up patrols after two nights of vandalism against cars thought to be linked to the death of local man Habib Ullah. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. And Han Solo has been injured after a cra- Harrison Ford after he crash-landed an aeroplane on a golf course in Los Angeles. BBC What's the Three Counties Radio. Watchdogs have criticised standards at Milton Keynes Hospital. The Care Quality Commission says A&E services and medical care fall below the standards they would ex- uh, expect. So it's given the trust that runs the hospital and overall requires improvement rating, even though it did do well in other areas. Well, Catherine, you've been looking into this. Tell us more about the areas MK Hospital has been told to improve in. Well, this comes from October last year when the Care Quality Commission inspected the hospital's core services. Each one was giving a rating from inadequate to outstanding. 
Now, urgent and emergency services, or A&E to me and you, and medical care were given a requires improvement rating. Now, following the inspection, the CQC's told the Trust that runs the hospital it must take action to improve in a number of areas, such as making sure that pa patients' privacy and dignity is maintained in the A&E department, making sure the correct safety checks are carried out before operations. What? Yeah. Making sure patients are transferred from the medical assessment unit to an appropriate ward within 72 hours. But it wasn't all bad. The CQC found areas of outstanding practice, including the care delivered by staff working in bereavement teams. Uh, what have the hospital said? Well, the chief executive of the hospital, Joe Harrison, acknowledges that A&E and acute medical services come under most pressure due to increasing demand, increasing numbers and very sick patients and difficulty in discharging medically fit patients into community settings. We've spoken about this before. Yep. What they're referring to largely is elderly people. He said that they would use the report as a springboard for continued positive change. But Louise Davis from the Milton Keynes-based campaign group Stop Poor Care isn't surprised the hospital have made what she calls excuses for their failings. Oh, I do apologise. I've just skipped completely past that as I was preparing for the next bit. Sorry, Catherine. Okay. Let me just... Um, um, that would be uh, this, yes. The hospital have had problems with providing services for a number of years, and that's been highlighted in many CQC reports. I think now it would be a time that government are involved to consider possibly changing the way services are accessed in the area for patients and maybe possibly refer patients to alternative hospitals where they can get better treatment and care. Now I should point out that Louise Davies used to work at Milton Keynes Hospital and she says she's witnessed many failings, she just believes that patients deserve better. The staff were friendly and helpful and worked good together but then there were flaws with staff. I noticed they didn't um, perform very well doing certain tasks and there was um, a lack of empathy and compassion towards some of the patients that they were either treating or approaching um, in, in different situations and I, I found over the time that no matter how good I provided uh, you know a good service to those patients even just booking them in for an appointment other members of staff didn't seem to have much interest and I felt that there was a lack of urgency, not just um, towards patients but even myself when I've been in that hospital there's a lack of urgency and there's always a delay in treatment or care and it's such a shame because patients you know, deserve better. Uh, what have the CQC, the Care Quality Commission, been saying about their report? Well, their Chief Inspector of Hospitals, Professor Sir Mike Richards, said, and this is a statement, uh, the leadership at the Trust has given us assurances that it's making the necessary improvements and we've already witnessed some of these in action. People deserve to be treated in services which are safe, caring, effective, well-led and responsive to their needs. We'll continue to monitor this Trust and we'll return to carry out further inspections to check on what improvements have been made. Call 08459 455 555. Right, it's now. BBC Three Counties Radio. Payola, the old payola continues. Yeah, I took a bribe. And I'm really? not. Yeah, I took a bribe. Oh, yeah. I took a bribe. We went to the excellent. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but we call it. Well, Andy's, not, Andy's shop. It's, yeah, but it's not called Andy's Records. Uh, it's Vinyl Revelations, that's what it's called. Yeah. And I took a backhander from him. He gave me a backhander. Uh, I found a record. And he said, i tell you what, if you play that on the, the air, you can have it for free. Yeah, Save I myself. wonder why he would give you a record. Uh, could it be that because it's a uh, Mexican version of hymns? It's called Hymns Tijuana Style. Yeah, I think I know what. Listen to your favourite hymns vividly recreated with the sound of brass. Well, let's hear just what that... Uh, th let's see what, why Andy wanted rid of it. Yeah, there we go. There we go. This, the Battle Hymn of the Republic... Oh, baby. 
Oh, baby. I'm going to go back and give him £20. <laughs> this is the best thing ever, isn't it? I feel like I'm in a supermarket in 1950s America. <laughs> the singing of hymns has always formed a part of Christian worship. Over the last century and a half, this has been more so than ever before. And today, it is in hymn singing that Christians most fully participate in public worship. But the quality of almost anything can degenerate through excessive use, and even the most popular and best-loved hymn tunes can become hackneyed and trite. <laughs> Music is a language, and as such, its idiom can become dated. Hymns Tijuana style, as the title implies, is a collection of melodies which have become popular in the worship of Christians of all traditions. But it's a record which may bring you up with a jolt. For this is a virile reinterpretation of your favourite hymn tunes. <laughs> in a popular rhythmic idiom. Wow. Some of you may agree with me when I rate the arrangement of Jesus Christ is Risen Today as the best interpretation of that tune I've heard in years. <laughs> Some won't. Well, let's find it. Jesus, track six on side one. Track six on wow. Jesus Christ is Risen Today, Tijuana style. This is, br this is brilliant. Here we go. Good. <laughs> this is the, the notes were written by the Reverend Michael, Reverend Michael Clark in 1970. This is all right, isn't it, Kels? I'm loving this. Hang on a minute. Let's get to. Uh... Oh. Sorry. Side, uh, track, side one, track two, Onward Christian Soldiers. Here we go. That's right, it. we all know that one. Here we go, here we go. Tijuana style. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Yeah. What can you tell us about this one? So tell us, uh, Ollie Martins, how's the referendum going? Kevin Shuka, what are you doing about Luton? David Lloyd, mm, nice. So tell us about when you first discovered you were losing your sight. That is a great... Oh, Andy, I'm coming back. I'm putting that two quid in your hand, fella. That is a great record. <laughs> this, is the fi this is a fine little uh, collection, isn't it? You've done Andy there, haven't you? Hey! You've done him. Thank you, Andrew. Excellent stuff as always. Oh, look. That's a glockenspiel, isn't it? <laughs> the Spirit of Jesus just entered me. Uh, oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Have I got time to play this? How long is this song? Uh, no, I haven't. I'll play it afterwards. We, I've got a great, a great song. We're compiling a list of songs about people dying in horrific circumstances or becoming seriously injured. Honey. There's a really what, how did, song. What, what, by Bobby Goldsborough? Yeah, what? she dies. She dies. I thought, was she dead? I thought she just left him. No, oh, she's dead. Hey. Ebony Eyes by the Everly Brothers. Oh, uh, what happens in that? Oh, Plane crash? It. Yeah, it's hey. so sad. Oh, wait, for, Down by the River by Neil Young. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, he goes, he takes his baby down to the river to shoot her. Oh. Tell Laura, a real baby. Her. Tell Laura I love her. Yeah, he dies in a car crash. That, no, his his lover. All oh, right. 
08459 455 555. Uh, miserable songs, and what do you do in front of a mirror? Here's a Tijuana hymn. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Having a look at the A1 on the speed sensors, it's looking fine at the moment. The road works between Junction 2 for Five Boys Corner and 4 for Edgeware, but they're not causing any delays at the moment. In Borehamwood on the A1 southbound, it's starting to look quite slow between the Holiday Inn and the Stirling Corner. And in Aylesbury on Aston Clinton Road, there's roadworks going on at the junction for new roads so that could get busy later on this morning. Looking at the train departure boards, no reports of any delays there at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey up, Samantha. Thank you very much indeed. When we ask, what do you do in front of your mirror, please keep it clean. Young ears. Well, actually, no ears at this time of the morning. It doesn't matter. Also, a young lad, well booked day yesterday. You might have sent your kids or your grandkids off dressed up yesterday, or maybe they've gone in today. Uh, my boy has gone in as, um, what's the, the blue Mr. Man with the bandages? Mr. Bump. Mr. Bump. Uh, and he looks flipping brilliant. What your girls, did they do it yesterday or today? Uh, my eldest is doing it today because I've got a disco as well. Oh. She's going dressed as one of the kids from um, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Hey. And oh. evacuee. Uh, well, one young man, went dressed, he's 11 years old, dressed as Christian Grey, which is is kind of bad enough, but what did he have in his pocket? Cable ties and a blindfold. He's been expelled. I say no, good. he's been excluded from activities. Oh, OK, OK, all right. I, I take a step back. I think he should be uh, booted out permanently. I think the teacher should have let it go. What do you think? 08459 455 505. Am I right in thinking we've sent Justin to the streets with this? Yeah, we have. Ay, ay, ay. Nice working here, guys. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30. I'm Simon Oxley. Police in High Wycombe have stepped up patrols after two nights of vandalism against cars thought to be linked to the death of local man Habibullah. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. The actor Harrison Ford has been injured when a light aircraft he was piloting crash-landed on a golf course in Los Angeles. And a report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Newcastle's Pappy Cissé has accepted an FA charge of spitting at Manchester United defender Johnny Evans. Cissé has issued a full apology, but Evans denies spitting at Cissé and is yet to respond to the charge. In tomorrow's football, third place Watford go to Wolves in the Championship. Manager Slavisa Jokanovic says he may change tactics and formation again. Football is, is not for silly people, it's for, for clever guys. I don't uh, want improvisate in the, in, the, in, the, in the game. Sometimes I must do adapt my mind and adapt uh, my plans. In League One, MK Dons will make a decision on the fitness of goalkeeper David Martin later today, ahead of the home match with promotion rivals Preston. Martin has missed the last five games. Lee Hodson is set to replace suspended skipper Dean Lewington. In League Two, third-placed Wickham go to South End. Luton host Morecambe with Elliot Justum set to continue in goal as Mark Tyler faces a scan on a knee injury. Paul Benson and Pelly Ruddock are back in training. Manager John Still says Ruddock's fitness has been a slow process. It's only when he's explosive that it tells. And we played the other week, he came on and within seconds something wasn't quite right. So we've had to get over that one, but we've give it a touch more time again and we feel that we've got to the bottom of it so he can play, start playing some development games. 
And Stevenage are at home to Newport. Borough have signed former Luton midfielder Keith Keane on loan from Preston. And Andy Murray leads Britain in their Davis Cup tie against the USA, which starts in Glasgow at lunchtime. Murray opens against Donald Young in today's singles. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at seven. Sorry, everyone. I'm tra- we're doing miserable songs about people dying in car crashes. Here's Jan and Dean. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, this will do. Uh, yeah, we, uh, miserable songs where people die or become seriously injured. Of course, that actually happened to Jan Berry of Jan and Dean. He crashed a dead man's curve, was in a coma for 33 days, and then came back and he wasn't really, you know, particularly well after that. And boy, oh boy, watching videos of Jan and Dean live in the 70s where uh, Jan Berry shuffles on, can't uh, sing or, or speak properly, it's a miserable experience. Go and uh, look it up on YouTube. Fun times, guys, fun times. 08459 555. Let's have a look at the papers, uh, Catherine, and then we'll play... Uh... Well, pass me them then, because I can't see them oh, from here. I'm so sorry, my darling. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Getting my carried darling. carried away with your vinyl. I'm sorry, my darling. I'm so, so sorry, my darling. There you go, my darling. Thank you. You're very welcome. Let's just make it a bit more fun for the boys and girls at home. We'll have a little old bit of this. Away you go. Right. You've won a dishwasher. A caravan. A weekend for two in Bletchley. Bletchley? 
table ties. And a hand. Oh. Sean of the Bed screams the headline from the sun. Yeah? Oh, what? Page nine. Huh? Happy Monday star Sean Ryder has hey. revealed the secret behind his new zest for life. Is it the fact his best mate Bez is a complete and utter... Testosterone shots. Uh, oh. The Superman jab oh. can help men boost their sex lives and get hey. fit. I like um, boosting sex and fitness. Those are my two favourite things. But they can't hold kryptonite anymore. Hey. The controversial treatment can have side effects such as heart, liver and kidney damage and shrunken... Um, Oh, um, so it's boosting your sex life, but yeah, it's shrinking. Prunes. I'm a celeb star, Ryder, 52, said he's not been put off. He said, they make me feel like a 21-year-old. I'm a dad, and I get to do it right this time. Well, let's keep his fingers crossed for him. Uh, onesie man and his dog. I hate... Why do we dress animals up? I hate dressing animals up. Apart, of, co- of course, from monkeys dressed as bellboys or uh, butlers. That is uh, fun and they love it because they wouldn't do it if they didn't. They get famous out of it as well, don't they? But dogs dressed up. It's just wrapped up in a colourful checked onesie. This pampered pooch takes the lead... Oh, Bernick. Uh, on the Crofts catwalk yesterday. Mm. Surely a dog walk. On a fondue set. A shoe. A night of passion with Cleo Rockos. Thousands of dogs turned up for the start of the world's biggest dog show, sporting... Why do we still have Crufts? Crufts is the equivalent of uh, Miss World or the beauty pageants for children. Mm. We realise that both of those things are ridiculous and we've banned them. No, 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 that's still pretty popular. Crocodile Burn D. Oh, oh, this is great! A restaurant has cooked a curry so spicy the chef has to wear a gas mask to cook it. No, he doesn't! (laughs) He doesn't. They make diners sign a disclaimer before tucking into the £15 crocodile inferno. Only a handful have finished the dish made from croc meat and naga chilli at the Dilshad in Cannock, Staffordshire. Wow. Owner Tony Udin said the crocodile bites you back as you eat it. And on the way out as well, I imagine. Uh, I don't... Listen, guys. Does anyone see the floor... Hang on a second. Oh. Fields and scatter the good seed on the land. Harvest. But it is fed and watered by God's almighty hand. You've won a pillow. Full of a child's hair. Ew. You've won time. Does anyone see the flaw in this, okay? New law next month will give you extra time before wardens pounce. No parking fine. It's the front page of the mail, that and a pair of boobs. No Belonging par- to... Elle McPherson. Okay. The 51-year-old boobs are looking mighty fine. No parking fine if you overstay by just 10 minutes. This, can you see the flaw in this? Yes. What is it? Who's going to police that? How are they going to know how well, long you've been there? Well, because it said... Sorry? How, how are they going to know how long you've been there? Well, how do you, do you think traffic wardens know how long you've been there? But it says it on the ticket. It's in a council car park, isn't it? Flipping. Go on. No. Go on. Tell me got, then. No, you've got a ticket on your window. Stop giving me the sign for three inches. What are you talking about? Dear me, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. This. We plough the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. But it is fed and watered by God's almighty hand. I tell you what I'm talking about. the snow in winter, the warmth to spill the grain. 
for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M11 southbound, there's been queues for an accident just between Junction 7 for Harlow and 6 for the M25, which is starting to cause queues to build up. On the M25, no reports of any major delays at the moment, but in Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road, it's starting to look slow around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. In Borehamwood on the A1 southbound, it's starting to look slow between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner southbound. And in Aylesbury on the Aston Clinton Road, there's roadworks at the junction for a new road, which is looking fine at the moment on the speed sensors, but it could cause some delays later on this morning. On the trains, the 6.54 service from Brit Bedford to Brighton, calling at Luton at quarter past seven, has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 6.46, it's Friday the 6th of March. Let's see if we can squeeze in two more records, shall we, before the end. I've got one. You pick one, Kath, out of your box, please. Police in High Wycombe have stepped up patrols after two nights of vandalism against cars thought to be linked to the death of local man Habib Ullah. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday. An actor, Harrison Ford, has been injured after crash-landing a plane at light... Here's the weather with Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hi, very good morning to you. It's a much milder start to the day than we saw this time yesterday, um, kicking off at around six or seven degrees actually across the three counties. So you notice that when you step outside the door. A uh, little bit cloudy this morning, a bit of a grey start, but stick with it because it'll brighten up nicely through the late morning and into the afternoon. And by the end of the day, there'll be lots of long spells of sunshine and it'll feel very spring-like. Uh, we're looking at top temperatures today up to 11 or 12 degrees, 54 in Fahrenheit, not bad at all for the time of year. Overnight tonight, dry. Uh, temperatures down to around five or six degrees again and then for tomorrow plenty of sunshine around it's going to be a really lovely day in fact uh, probably temperatures up to widely 13 or 14 degrees quite possible that we could see a degree or so added on to that so uh, not a bad looking day at all Sunday a bit of a disappointment compared to Saturday it will be dry um, but it's also going to be really quite cloudy temperatures though still in double figures that's the forecast
Hey, what a tune that is. Yeah, good lit. Some good songs today. I'll tell you what you need, though, to brighten you up. Hang on a second. Let's pick one we've not had. C- can we just have a spontaneous round of applause for something hey. called Ron Griffiths from hey. Badfinger, who is local and vocal? Hey. 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 Oh, listen. Oh, hat, hats off to Badfinger. Any time, brother. Any time. Absolutely. Um, let me just find... Did you know the original machine, Sorry? which recorded Without You, the yeah. classic, mm-hmm. that machine is in Hemel Hempstead. Hey, Hemel Hempstead. True. <laughs> oh, things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. All things bright and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Each little thing is beautiful, all creatures great and small. Yeah, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Each little thing that opens, each little bird that sings, He gave the glowing colors, He gave them mighty wings. All together now, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. Wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Made them, the Lord God made them all. Things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. Just, Justin. All things wonderful, the Lord God made them. Kelly Betts! All things like the bum, bum, teachers. That Lord, he made Each little flower that opens, each little bird that sings. He made their glowing colors, he made their tiny wings. And that's it. All things, all things, all things, all, all, things, all, things, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all, the Lord God made them, the Lord God made them, he made also sounded like the theme tune to uh, Are You Being Served? Yeah. Are you being served? All right, mate, don't blaspheme, all right? Bit of respect. Abide with me, please. Oh, no, actually, respect. Crazy. Sorry? Respect. Don't do respect to Jesus. Right, anyway, we're in dangerous territory. Justin, we yes. asked... What's this one? Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. We asked you to take it to the streets. Things you do in front of mirrors, Justin. Yes. And like a plum, you did it. Yeah, absolutely. Good lad. What have you got for us? Well, I, I've been to Barton in Bedfordshire, and uh, I put this question to the good people there. Uh, <laughs> some of them gave very bland answers, oh. but uh, some of them gave interesting answers. Here's what happened, boss. How? How often do you um? How often do you do this? Quite often. Every time I look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So on average, then, how many minutes per day do you spend practicing your your pout? I don't, I don't know. Quite a lot. An hour? Probably. Oh, that's uh, seven hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> Are your friends the same? Yeah, definitely. If not more. Morning, madam. I'm J-Dog. I'm a street dog. What do you do in front of your mirror? Pardon? What do you do in front of your mirror? Just look. <laughs> Check my muscles every now and again. See how I'm doing with my losing weight. So when you're flexing, do you feel sexy? No, not really. What do you do in the mirror? <laughs> what do you do in front of the mirror? <laughs> do comb my hair. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> nothing outrageous. You don't nothing practice doing the, the, no. the, the, the YMCA or no, anything like that? Nothing like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dry my hair. 
Come on. It's got to be something more exciting than that. Come on. No, dry my hair. That's it. You don't practice dance moves or anything like no, that? No, I don't. I'm boring. Here we go. Tara, you practice the moonwalk in front of your mirror. Why? Because I have a six-year-old son that loves Michael Jackson. So when we're playing on the Michael Jackson experience, I've got to obviously be as good as him. Yeah. Like, I can't have a six-year-old showing me up, can I? So how often are you practicing in your mirror? I do it every so often. I do. I also do the thing where, you know, when you walk down the stairs and you do this, you can see yourself. God, you are sad, aren't you? I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> do you know anybody else who practices the moonwalk in their mirror? My whole household probably practices the moonwalk in the mirror. And I do as well. And I'm, mm. I am blooming good at the moonwalk. I'm yeah. genuinely good at the moonwalk. Justin, we haven't got much time. Kath's got a story for you. A boy of 11's been banned from taking part in World Book Day at school because he dressed up as Christian Grey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would suggest his mum dressed him up as uh, Christian Grey. Nicholas Scholes said her son Liam was told by a secondary school his Fifty Shades of Grey-inspired outfit was offensive. No, it wasn't the outfit you're thinking of. It's the one where he's got all his clothes on. Mm. The lad was ordered to change out of fancy dress based on millionaire businessman star of the theme bondage themed novels by E.L. James. He donned a suit, smart black shoes, an eye mask and cable tyres. Justin, I think it is completely inappropriate. My boy's gone as Mr. Bump. Yeah. <laughs> so is that kid by the sounds of it. <laughs> uh, it was right for him to be excluded, wasn't it? Well, I, I'm in St Albans at the moment. I've, I've put this question to a couple of parents already and uh, I'll be honest with you, they are absolutely disgusted Good. about this boy and what he did. As they should be, Justin. Mm. Take it to the street, we'll speak later. Cheers, boss. Ta-ta. school right to exclude uh, an 11-year-old... Oh, he's shooting. Yeah. 
exclude an 11-year-old boy from a day's worth of fun activities because his mum had chosen to dress him up as a pervert. Can I speak freely? Yeah. I think it was a bit tight. His mum had done it. Loosen it, loosen it, Christian. <laughs> his his mum dressed him up like yeah. that. The kid doesn't really know what that book's about. Yes. So I would let it go as a teacher, maybe have a word with his mum, or maybe just... No, it's Just lighten up. But then at the same school, kids were dressing up as Dexter. Dexter. So we celebrate death, we don't celebrate love. Seems a bit outrageous. And also Dexter... Dexter's a TV show, right? Oh, eight, four, five. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> it's not World TV Day. Justin, sorry, what are you? I'm J-Dog. I'm a street dog. Thank you. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 towards London, it's starting to look slow between Junction 7, Pemmel Hempstead, and looking at the M25 anti-clockwise, it's looking slow anti-clockwise around Junction 16 for the M40. On the M11 southbound, there are queues building up because the lanes close between Junction 7 for Harlow and 6 for the M25. And in Hatfield, looking at the speed sensors on the Great North Road, it's looking fine at the moment through St Albans Road East, but there's some temporary traffic lights there which could cause some queues later on. In Milton Keynes, on the A421 standing way, there's roadworks at the King and roundabouts, so expect delays there when it starts to get busier. And on the trains, the 714 service from Luton to Brighton has been cancelled. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. So, two things. Christian Grey, 11-year-old, goes to school dressed up as him. Is that appropriate? Duh, no. And also, 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 this 10 minutes grace on the parking ticket. Can someone explain it to me, please? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Wickham vandalism linked to death of man in stop and search. Two men stabbed in Bedfordshire street fight and Harrison Ford injured in LA plane crash. BBC Three Counties Radio. Police in High Wickham have stepped up patrols after two nights of vandalism against cars. More than 50 vehicles have been sprayed with graffiti and had their windows smashed in attacks thought to be linked to the death of local man Habib Ullah. More from Jane Killick. The graffiti read NJNP, which is believed to stand for No Justice, No Peace. It follows an inquest this week which ruled the death of Habib Ullah was through misadventure. The 39-year-old father of three died after being stopped and searched by police in 2008 and the family say they will continue to fight for justice. Four men have been arrested and bailed. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. Bedfordshire police say they were called at 7.20 after reports of a large number of men fighting on Hartwell Drive. Two men were stabbed with a knife before the other men fled the scene. The Hollywood actor Harrison Ford has been injured after a small plane he was piloting crash landed on a golf course in Los Angeles. The 72-year-old star of the Indiana Jones and Star Wars films is said to be in a stable condition in hospital. Patrick Butler is from the local fire department. I've been on several plane crashes, single engine, small uh, personal aircraft, and um, normally the outcomes are, are fatalities. So, yes, we are very thankful that the passenger from what we appear right now had moderate injuries. 
A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. The latest Care Quality Commission findings highlight accident and emergency services and medical care as not up to standard. More from Carol Abercrombie. The trust was rated good in six out of eight areas but still has an overall rating of requires improvement. The trust chief executive Joe Harrison acknowledges that A&E and acute medical services come under most pressure due to increasing demand. He said they would use the report as a springboard for continued positive change. The report is based on a three-day inspection in October. Analysis by Oxford University suggests that immigration has pushed up the population of England by 565,000 in the past three years. The university has carried out the research to update the 2011 census before the general election. Drivers are to get a 10-minute grace period before a parking fine is issued. The community's secretary, Eric Pickles, says he wants to end the war on drivers. More from Victoria Fritz. As of next month, councils will find it far harder for their wardens to find drivers. The government is set to end years of complaints by banning on-the-spot fines for being a few minutes late. The use of cars equipped with CCTV to automatically issue parking fines will also be banned, except in high-risk areas such as bus lanes. The government is also reminding councils not to use parking to turn a profit. The weather cloudy with some occasional sunny intervals, a maximum temperature 11 degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. Hey, if you live in High Wycombe, there is a possibility that your car might have been vandalised. Well, if it has, give us a call and let us know. Why might it have happened? We'll explain more in a bit. What do you do in front of your mirror? Songs about people having horrible accidents. I know, morbid, isn't it? An 11-year-old turns up at World Book Day dressed as Christian Grey from the book Fifty Shades Of. Come on, what parent in their right mind would do that? Really? That's like Amanda Holden dressing up her daughter as, um, 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 not uh, uh, Butch Patrick, that's Eddie Munster. Pretty woman, but, yeah. she, but she says she didn't. She says she was supposed to be Cindy Crawford. Oh, but she tweeted it. Didn't her husband tweet it was... I think the person who advised. Ah. Now no longer working. Now no longer working. 08459 455 555 and we can indulge in them. We don't do niceness very often but um, I've seen the figures and perhaps we should. Uh, if your kids have uh, dressed up today as uh, anything for World Book Day, do give us a call. Let us know what they are, please. Because I... we know it was yesterday but lots of kids do, are dressing up today. Lots of kids are doing it today. My uh, eldest is uh, Mr Bump and he's got an excellent costume and he kept falling over yesterday and go, oh, I've bumped myself. Hilarious. My daughter's gone to school as Lucy Pevensey. I don't know... Lucy from Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. 08459 455 555 Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Don't forget at nine o'clock, of course, you get... Jonathan Bannon. There we go, you see. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite clip and I forgot I had that. Someone called him Bernard Smith once. <laughs> that was my favourite. Gets JVC a lot. <laughs> Bless him. Have we got any texts before I crack on, Catherine? Oh, I don't know. We'll crack on and I'll right. tell you in a minute. 81333, start your text 3CR. 
Now, uh, police have been stepping up patrols in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism in the town. They believe the spate of damage to around 50 cars is linked to the recent outcome of the inquest into Habib Ullah's death. Saqib Deshmukh is the spokesperson for the Justice for Habib Ullah campaign called Justice for Paps and is advisor to the family. Morning, Saqib. Thanks for joining us uh, uh, this morning. I know that the family are keen to distance themselves from this, this, uh, this vandalism, aren't they? Yes, they are, of course. Yeah, We, we, we put out a statement um, after talking to the police a few days ago. Uh, and what did that statement say, Saqib? We're just really just condemning the acts. I mean, obviously, we appreciate things are a bit tense and people are angry, etc. After the verdict on Monday that, you know, yourselves reported about, but that there's no way that, you know, we can tolerate this kind of action. For those who may have missed, missed the news, Saqib, what, what did the inquest uh, uh, conclude? The inquest concluded a, a, a verdict of uh, misadventure with a, a critical narrative verdict about the conduct of the, the police officers. OK. What, sorry, what does a critical narrative verdict mean? I don't, I've not I heard mean, that phrase what, before. Yeah, basically it raised a number of issues to do with the actions of, of the police. But, I mean, I think for a lot of people who perhaps who don't understand verdicts, I mean, I, I mean I'm no legal expert myself, but it's something that we, we found out about in terms of working and supporting with the family. Yeah. Um, is that it, I think people just saw the, the verdict of misadventure and assumed that oh, it was an accident or it was an accidental death. Um, didn't really pick up on the fact that there was qu- quite a lot of criticisms of the police. And I think people just, especially young people in particular, just got angry that this was uh, a disappointing verdict, that the police were almost kind of allowed to get away with something. And unfortunately, for, for a lot of people who, you know, who didn't really understand the nuances of the verdict, um, they seem to have committed some of these acts. What's been the, uh, the, the family's reaction to uh, the, the uh, verdict? I mean, the, the family, family were... You know, I, I'd say it was a mixed bag for them. Um, they they weren't too happy that the, the you know the initial thing was about misadventure, but I think they were happy that there were criticisms raised against the the, the police officers and and their roles in the restraint and the aftercare of Habib. So, you know, I think the family were in particular kind of content that the inquest is actually finished, that had some closure. So, you know, all, all these events and incidents are taking place afterwards are very difficult for them to understand and yeah, appreciate because they want to just move on. They've hijacked... These uh, these idiots have hijacked the uh, no justice, no peace, NJ, NP kind of slogan that the family were using, haven't they? Well, I mean, that's a slogan that's used by, you know, lots of kind of campaigns, and, you know, not just ours. So, you know, the Justice for Farouk Ali campaign, the Justice for Leon Briggs campaign mm. in, in Luton that I know, again, Bibsy Free Counties have covered. Uh, you know, those families also use those, uh, use that expression. So it's not something just no. something that we have used ourselves. But, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, we've got young people who, who feel angry. But, I mean, at the same time, as a kind of an ex-youth worker, I can I can understand that anger, you know, I, I don't like what they've done, but I, I do feel that it shows that there's a bit of a kind of a disconnect between, you know, um, sort of adults and sort of civil society and the legal processes and, and, and young people, right? And, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate that this has happened in the way that it has. And, you know, we feel very, very sort of a bit, um, concerned about the damage that has happened, the individuals that have been hit by this in terms of damage to their vehicles in particular. 
um, you know, it's, it's quite kind of extraordinary what's happened so quickly. Sakib, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much. OK, no problem. Thank, Thank you very you. much indeed, uh, Sakib Dishmuk, um, spokesperson for the Justice for Habib Ullah campaign. Uh, should you say four men aged 26, 27, 19 and 18 from High Wycombe were arrested on suspicion, or suspicion of criminal damage in connection with the incident on Tuesday and have been released on bail. <laughs> Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Today's show. Sponsored by this album. It's a treat. <laughs> it's a hymns, Tijuana style. Was, would have cost me two quid from Andy's in Luton Record Shop. He saw me fingering it. He said, I'll tell you what, mate, if you, if you play that on the radio, you can have it for free. No one else was ever going to buy this, were they? Yeah, that's right. I've indulged in the old payola. I've accepted something for free. It's a hymns Tijuana-style LP. I've been doing a lot of looking in record shops recently, in charity shops, and Kath and I have both kind of gone on a record-buying um, uh, 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 jaunt. Not the right word, but it'll suffice in this context. And I've noticed there are lots of records that were released in the 70s. And I've, I'm, next time I see one, I will, I will buy one. Lots of records released in the 70s of create your own party kind of vibe. And what it was, it was um, like party music. Quite often someone playing it, you know, um, like the, they would play it on the piano in the East End. That kind of <laughs> yeah. roll at the barrel. But also on the album would be party noise. So it would be people drinking. There would be general hubbub. Um, at, the, the talking, hey, all of this kind of stuff. It's weird. Create, women laughing. Women laughing. Create your own party. Next time I see one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one, and um, we'll have some of that. We'll create a party in the studio. Party. We atmosphere. do that every morning. We're Any texts before I go to Hannah? We've got loads. Give us of a couple of texts, and we'll oh, go to Hannah. Hang on a second. Oh, I say we've got loads of texts. Oh, we haven't got any texts. Yeah, we have, we have. Go on. Uh, oh. Uh, hi. Uh, hi. I've been trying to find a TV programme, says oh. Kevin from Claydon. It's very scary at the time in the 60s. Starts with a 10-year-old girl in bed sick. She draws a book, then goes to sleep in dreams of what she draws. Big stones with eyes chasing her, then she wakes up. Can you help? Wasn't that um, uh, chalky? There wasn't there. There was a was Choc- it a, chalky? You mean no chalk? There was a cartoon where a boy would draw on a wall with chalk and oh, things yes, would come to I life. Oh yes, I love that. Hannah. Yeah. Oh, you're, I was going to say, do you remember it? You're 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 um, under the age of forty-five, aren't you? Yeah. Um, remind me how old you are, Hannah. Ten. Ten years. Mm. Well, you won't remember chalky, will you? No. Do you remember Jamie and his magic torch? No. Do you remember space hoppers? No. Do you remember Spangles? <laughs> no. Do you remember Penny Crayon? No. Do you remember Bagpuss? No. Do you remember Cholton and the Wheelies? No. Oh, do you remember Crossroads? Before it burnt down. No. Do you remember Brookside? No. Do you remember Swap Shop? No. Do you remember Posh Paws? No. Do you remember the Adventure Game? No. Hey, do you remember the ZX Spectrum? No. Remember the Sinclair C5? No. Hey, do you remember the Atari? No. Pong, you must remember Pong. No. Hey, do you remember when we only had three channels? No. Do you remember White Dog Poo? No. Do you remember when the pubs used to close at half past three? No. She doesn't remember a lot, does she? Do you remember yesterday, Hannah? 
Yes. Oh, blimey, we found, we found a common ground. Hannah, World Book Day, did you dress up yesterday or are you doing it today? We're dressing up today. What are you dressing up as, my dear? Professor McGonagall. Uh, Professor McGonagall? Yeah. That rings a distant bell, I can't remember what that's from. From, from what? Harry Potter. Oh, the Har- you, oh you're dressing up as... as uh, uh, why have you chosen that character, Hannah? Because she's my favourite character. Can you do the voice, the Maggie Smith Scottish voice? No. Oh, dear. not thought this through, have you? <laughs> oh, so what were you wearing? <laughs> Who's made the costume? Has Mum made the costume? No. Have you made the costume? <laughs> no. You bought, the, you bought the costume, right? Yeah. Fair play, I do that every time. My daughter went as Hermione Granger. Easy as pie. School uniform on cloak, on wand. So what is... To describe the costume, Hannah, if I were to come to your school today and I were to see you walking through the school doors, what would I see? Well, it's all black. Yeah. Ooh. I've got a long cape. Yes. I've got buttons on the front. Um, and I've also got... McGonagall's break. Oh, wow. fantastic! She's not messing and around. And do you do? Do you? I mean, do you still have to do boring lessons, or do you get to doss around a bit? I don't know. Oh. Do you remember Kaplunk? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You're going to take that in. No. Thanks very much indeed for calling, Hannah. Oh wait, for have a great day. I like stuff like this. Now I've got kids. I do. Before I used to. Oh, that, that old rubbish. But um, how can she not remember posh paws? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's looking very busy around Junction 16 for the M40. And the M11 southbound has queues because of an accident earlier at Junction 7 for Harlow towards Junction 6 for the M25. Looking at the M1 on the cameras towards London, it's looking very slow through Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead. And also it's looking very busy from the A41 southbound from Kings Langley at the Hemel Hempstead turn-off towards the M25. In Milton Keynes on the A421 Standing Way, there are roadworks around the Kingston roundabout, which are likely to cause delays as it starts to get busier. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. I've just had someone on Facebook say they don't think I'm a fan of the monkeys. Sorry, I don't think you're a true fan. Oh, 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 Brian Sapp, and that's his name. As soon as I'm finished, I'm coming to the States to kick your ass. Not a real fan. 7.15, it's Friday the 6th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The family of Habib Ullah have appeared, uh, sorry, appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. And two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. BBC Three Counties Radio. Every weekday from 12, local people. Wendy Halson and David Chipley, the trustees of the Harpenden charity Spotlight on Africa. So privileged to see lives change, conditions change. Local stories. A deaf cafe will be popping up in Bedford later this month, opening its doors for you to share sensitive stories and talk of afterlife. Of people with the similar concerns. And you can have a light-hearted side of it as well, and we often end like that, you know. Local life. We're going to be heading off into the unassuming countryside of Bedford. We all know the brick pits and the industrial spoil that's marked the Marston Vale. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, someone is trying to describe... Oh, this is...
It's feeling very holy. By the way, you've had an offer for that record. What? Yeah, Caroline in Bedford wants it. How much? Um, well, it's not for sale. Oh. Sorry. Playing hardball, are we? <laughs> it's not for sale, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy things to sell them. I buy them because I like them. And I like this. Being a Christian and also um, being from uh, Mexican heritage, this ticks all the boxes I could ever need ticked. You also like a trumpet, don't you? I love a trumpet. I, w- I would blow my own trumpet, but I haven't got one. Someone has reminded me of a song on the old uh, Twitter box. Yeah. And I, I, it rings a bell, Elaine. Songs about, we're talking about songs about where people die or get maimed. Yeah. Uh, how about this song? Hello, this is Joni. I'm sorry, but I'm not home. Now, see, I'm thinking, hi, how you doing? Sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm not home. Through. If you leave your name and your number. Yeah, it's not that. I'll get back to you. It's not that. I remember that. Hello, this is Joni. And it was about someone who died. Oh. And that this person would phone up the uh, their answer phone just to hear their voice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's tragic, isn't it? Isn't it just? Just tragic. Steve, you don't know that song, do you? I do know that song. I do remember hearing it when I was uh, working uh, on the shop floor many, many years ago. What's it called? <laughs> Oh, I can't remember. Oh, no! I thought we were going to be in there straight away. It rings I'm just trying to think what it was. It rings a really distant... In the 70s, there were... Uh, 60s and 70s, there were lots of really miserable records. What was the song about? There was a song... Lots of songs about CBs and truckers. There was a song about a trucker who would talk to a disabled kid on CB and then he drove all the way across America to meet the disabled kid and um, the boy was dead. <gasps> Do you remember that? I don't remember. Oh, that one, no. oh wait, four five nine four <laughs> double five five double five. What on earth was that, oh. Steve? You've not called in about that. What have you got? Uh, yeah, basically, uh, the person who uh, was asking about that television program where the girl was drawing pictures and would then dream about them. Yeah. Um, it was called Escape Into Night. Oh. Oh. And it's now out on DVD. So. Um, we're all googling it frantically. Escape into the, escape into like 1972. That's right, and it's one of those programs that once you watched it, it really spooked you out. Oh, it um, looks flipping brilliant! Uh, it looks <clears throat> terrifying, and it's in black and white. Black and white, yeah. It was in colour originally, but uh, they've only got the black and white version uh, surviving. She looks like and, the girl from the um, test card, doesn't she? She does actually. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I think the, the way the story went is that uh, she had a horse accident, horse riding accident. <laughs> and she was laid up in bed, and she was getting quite bored and stroppy. So yeah. she started drawing these pictures, and every time she fell asleep, she she dreamt what she drew about, you know. Oh, and I'm, it I'm... got more and more spooky as time went on. So, <laughs> guys, it's it's on YouTube. If you want to watch it, it's a, yeah. uh, Steve. Uh, five out of five. No, what the hell? Ten out of ten. That was a cracking call. Thank you. Oh, that look—it's—it looks terrifying in black and white, doesn't it? It does. I—I'm a big fan of black and white, and you don't—it doesn't get used at all. I know really. some people that won't watch it if it's in black and white. That's crazy. Yeah, I just think it makes things so much more menacing. Isn't it weird though? After a while, your brain stops thinking this is black and white. Yeah, 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 yeah and you've fallen asleep. No. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Here we go. Milton Keynes Hospital has been criticised for the quality of care it gives to patients by the health watchdog. The Care Quality Commission says A and E services and medical care fall below the standards they would expect. So it's given the trust that runs the hospital an overall requires improvement rating, even though it did do well in several other areas. 
Let's speak now to Andrew Pakes, the Labour prospective parliamentary candidate for Milton Keynes South. Uh, you've been campaigning for the hospital for some time. What did you make of the report, Andrew? Uh, I think the report clearly says there are some big areas that we all know about that needs to improve around uh, A&E uh, and medical care. Uh, but first up, you know, I think this is a much better report than what we saw the last time the uh, CQC came in and did it. I think it's huge credit to all of the NHS staff that on the vast majority of criteria, uh, the hospital really has improved. But what we're left with is two long-standing issues. And, you know, A&E unit is too small, the hospital doesn't have enough resources, and despite the work of staff, we're still seeing problems as more people start turning up to A&E. Uh, you're, you're right, the hospital says the report is great news as they were rated good in six other core services. How do you think they've managed to turn things around? I think we've got some really good management there. I think the hospital is, uh, and the whole of Milton Keynes, is relying on the work of some you know, absolutely dedicated and amazing NHS staff. You know, the hospital is still running a £25 million deficit. Uh, so we're in deficit just to keep these services going. Uh, and every time I go into hospital, whether it's uh, visiting relatives, my mum's been in recently, or, or whether it's going in just to see staff or uh, other people who work there, I'm always impressed by the, you know, the amazing care and compassion of the staff in there. Just a lot of the time they run ragged, uh, run ragged because they haven't been given the tools to do the job. Uh, the meanwhile, of course, there's still uncertainty over the future of A&E at Milton Keynes Hospital. Where are we with that? Do you know? I think this is still really worrying. The hospital has made big improvements, but three years down the line, and I've come in and chatted to you before about this, you know, we've spent £5 million of taxpayers' money reviewing whether... All the services in Milton Keynes stay here and all the services in Bedford stay there. Uh, and we're still no nearer it. Just imagine what that £5 million could have done if it had actually gone into frontline care for patients. Uh, Andrew, good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Andrew Pakes, Labour prospective... Oh, I, must, I always struggle to say that. The Labour prospective parliamentary candidate for Milton Keynes South. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Again. That's what I do. Hello, Ian. Hello, Barry. What you got for us? Oh, my brain tells me what you're looking for is a song called Hello, This Is Judy. Judy can't take the call right now or something like that. Yeah. Hello, this is Judy, you know. Can you sing it for us, Baz? Well, that's all I can do. Sorry, no, I oh. really can't. Oh, just give us that bit again. Hello, this is Judy. Judy can't take the call right now. Something like that. <laughs> You've made it sound all, all uh, trippy and like, Hello, well, uh, this is Johnny. And this poor sod was ringing his girlfriend and, and all he got was her answer machine, you know. Uh, whatever. Do you know who sang it, Barry? 70s, pardon? Do you know who sang it? I haven't got a clue, no. Thanks for your help. All right. Cheers for the call. It's much appreciated. Oh, wait, 459 4555. I've just got an email that's flashed up. Hang on a second. Murph says it's Day Last Soul. No, that's. No, no, it's not. Mark says. Ah, here we go. Kelly, can you pull um, Paul Evans off for me, please? Paul Evans. Uh, the record. He's, uh, the, Mark says the record was Hello, This Is Joni by Paul Evans, who originally sang the incredibly creepy song Seven Little Girls Sitting in the Back Seat. Oh, that's a weird song, isn't it? 08459 455 555. We're celebrating the magic of the macabre song uh, this morning. Morning, Caroline. Morning. What you got for us? I was just going to sing it, but you found it. Oh, no, well, no, we haven't found it yet. It will take Kelly a few moments to dig it up. So what have you got? Well, it was, hello, this is Jodie. I'm sorry I'm not home. 
Now, is it what? What is it? Judy or Joe? Jody. Hi, Jody. Hello, this is Jody. I'm sorry that I'm not home, but if you leave me your name and number, I promise soon as I get in, I'll phone. It's the same as hi, how you doing? I'm sorry, but I'm not home. No. If you leave your name and your number, I'll get back to you. No. Yes. Well, same what same thing, but wrong words. Well, it's the same tune. No. Yes. Similar. Naughty. Are you biting your bottom lip? I beg your pardon. Have, uh, have, um, uh, uh, okay, can you, uh, hang on a second. Justin. Hey, boss. Do you know what we're talking about? Yes, I do. Is Caroline right? Uh, hello, this is Joni, was by Paul Evans. Yep. And Paul Evans called me yesterday. What? And, uh, he said to me, would you like me to come on your show at some point? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Mr Evans, going by uh, previous experience, um, you, if I were you, Justin, I'd grab him as soon as you can. <laughs> we, there's a real curse about us, Caroline. If we talk about people, they don't live much longer. Oh, no. you got to get him on the show, Just. Absolutely. Hey, beautiful. Hey. Did he really call you yesterday? Absolutely. I promise Special you, I heard you talking about this. I phoned in straight away. How Paul funny. Evans. Uh, he wants to come on my show. That's fine. He's got a song coming out for St Patrick's Day. Hey! Oh, well, I tell you what, Justin, when he comes on, uh, you, you let us know and we'll, we'll, we'll play the fanfare. <laughs> Kelly, can you, have you managed to pull Paul Evans off? I'm just getting it now. OK, well, just, <laughs> Caroline, thank you very much. No problem. Did you just, Caroline? Yes? Did you just roll your eyes at me? Yes. Oh, Justin, speak to you later. Cheers, Cheers, my dears. Isn't that funny? Just, oh, dear, I'm sorry, Mr Evans. She really wants that record, by the way, she told me off air. Who? Caroline. Oh, is that Caroline, Caroline that wants the record? Yeah. Is she gone? She's yeah, gone. she's gone. She's, oh, no wonder she was being so playful. I said she could have it. No, she can't have it. Why? Because it's mine. It cost me two quid. Come on, we've rinsed it out this morning. No, no. Hang on a second. We haven't rinsed this out. Hello. This is Jodie. That's Paul Evans singing live. <laughs> 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 no, she's not getting my record. It's mine. Oh. Keep her hands off. That's mean of you. Hey, I'll tell you what's exciting. They want mum spies. This is you. You could be a spy. I could be a spy. Maybe I am already. You're not. Oh, you we've got Mossad. got Mossad and SAS. You haven't. MI5... I know techniques. I know. MI5 wants middle-aged mothers as spies. Well, that rules me out. I'm young. <laughs> because they understand people better. Spy chick... This is by James Slack. Spy chiefs have been told by MPs to recruit middle-aged mothers because they are emotionally intelligent and skilled at relationships. Honey traps. That's all it is. No, that's not what they're talking they're about. They're talking about honey traps. They're talking about... MILF honey traps. No, they're talking about the mum skills that make you say, are you all right? And when the people say, are you really all right, though? An inquiry by the MPs and peers on the committee found that the action was needed to break through the... Burr, 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 burr. Mums are the best. They want mums. Hazel Labour's Hazel Blears, who sits on the ISC, said yesterday that recruiting a greater number of women would make the security services better at their job. True. Yeah, you, ca you can't drive as fast, you can't drink as much, and you can't fire guns as straight. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, you've seen me drive. Yeah, terribly, mate. I drive... I drive Why is it me a... that's got all the, the points on their licence? I've got caught, have I? Training. It's, um, no, because I drive... I drive, um, how would I say... I'm not. Uh, I'm. Sw I'm a swift driver, but I'm a safe driver. I don't drive too fast. I drive according to the conditions. Lots of mums on Mumsnet have said, if they need someone whose special skill is getting melted chocolate down her dog hair jumper and not noticing, I'm their woman. Another. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never spill stuff on myself ever. Um, another <laughs> says, I'm not signing up. I've watched Spooks. Everybody I get attached to dies a horrible death. True. <laughs> oh, fantastic. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking busy on the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road and 9 for Redbourne. And the M25 anti-clockwise is very busy now from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. In Chesland on the Great Cambridge Road, that's looking slow southbound between College Road and Lieutenant Ellis Way. And in Little Haddam on the A120, that's looking slow in both directions at the moment at Albury Road. In Aylesbury on Mandeville Road, that's also looking very busy by the Stoke Mandeville Hospital at Churchill Avenue. And on the train to the 737 service from Luton to Bedford is delayed by 20 minutes. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. The family of Habib Ullah have appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. Mr Ullah died after being stopped and searched by police in 2008. An inquest this week recorded a verdict of misadventure. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement, despite being rated good in some areas. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. And the Hollywood actor Harrison Ford has been injured after a small plane he was piloting crash landed on a golf course in Los Angeles. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Newcastle's Papi Cissé has accepted an FA charge of spitting at the Manchester United defender Johnny Evans. Cissé issued a full apology and faces a seven-match ban, but Evans denies spitting at Cissé and is yet to respond formally to the charge. In tomorrow's football, third-place Watford go to Wolves in the Championship. Manager Slavisa Jakanovic says he may change tactics and formation again. Football is, is not for silly people, it's for, for clever guys. I don't uh, want improvisate in the in the, in the in the game. Sometimes I must to adapt my mind and adapt uh, my plans. In League One, MK Dons will make a decision on the fitness of goalkeeper David Martin later today, ahead of the home match with promotion rivals Preston. Martin has missed the last five games. Lee Hodson is set to replace suspended skipper Dean Lewington. In League Two, third-placed Wickham go to Southend. Wanderers have failed to overturn Matt McClure's midweek red card. Luton host Morecambe with Elliot Justum set to continue in goal as Mark Tyler faces a scan on a knee injury. His man John Still. We're going to have a scan now. We've, we've waited to see how it, it's got a lot better, but not quite right yet. So we'll, we'll have a scan and, and, and we'll have a look. But Elliot's done fine. I, mean, I think he's got a good future, Elliot. He's done very well. And, and Stevenage are at home to Newport. The Borough have signed former Luton midfielder Keith Keane on loan from Preston. And Andy Murray leads Britain in their Davis Cup tie against the USA, which starts in Glasgow at lunchtime. Murray opens against Donald Young in today's singles. BBC Three Counties News and sport. The next full bulletin is at eight. Running down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. Running down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Running it down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. Yo. Running it down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. 
Running down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. Speedway chasing on my ice cream. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Um. Um. Thanks, David Savage. Literally, no I don't one. know who you are. <laughs> but you work wonders with that old track. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself. We'll consider you for the compilation. You no, know, an old track. Um. <laughs> Uh, literally, um... That's a grown Hello. man that made that. This is Jodie. Hello, Jodie. We'll come to you in a second. I'm sorry that I'm not home. That's OK. We don't... if you what? leave me your name what? and number, <laughs> I promise soon as I get in, I'll phone. Hello. This is Jodie. Jodie, we'll come to you in a second. This is the actual song, is it? Mr Paul Evans, who called Justin Dealey only yesterday. Hello, this is Jodie. I remember this. I'm sorry that I'm not home. But if you leave me, your name and number. Oh, this is a two. I promise soon as I get in off home. Joey came over to my house last night. I drank a little too much bread and we got into a fight. She said I'm leaving and I let her go alone. I felt so damn bad this morning. I Seventy-seven now, Paul Evans. 
This is what they, they, they get this songs like this into the charts. That over Christmas, that'll stop kids drink driving, wouldn't it? No, too much red. Too much red. Paul's emailed in. Paul Garrett. This is usually a very funny show, but this is rubbish and embarrassing. Wow. We can't get gold every day, Paul. And in fact, Which if we, it was rubbish and embarrassing. Well, I think the whole it? show is what he's saying. Oh wow. Uh, but Paul, listen. If if we if we do, but every now and then we sneak in a bad show deliberately. It makes you appreciate the good ones a bit more. Exactly. Caroline in Bedford. Morning, let, Caroline. She won't let up. She's after your LP and she will not stop. If she She's wants, listen, Caroline, if you want to come back on and, and haggle with it for me. Yeah. She's got a swapsy for you. What's she got? She says you can have Herb Albert and his Tijuana Black Brass. No. I love that too. No, Herb Albert's too, it's, it's too, it's too obvious, mate. It's too obvious. Joe's on the line. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Ian. How I, are you? I, well, I'm, I'm wounded and I'm stung by Paul saying this is rubbish and embarrassing today. Gosh. Just let it fly over your head. The oh. weekend's ahead. Hey, you're right, Joe. I've only got another two shows to do before F- tomorrow evening. Fair play, though. Paul is cool. <laughs> yeah, Paul is cool. Uh, Joe, what have you got for us? Right, a morbid song. Yeah, oh, yes. It's by a, a guy, I believe, called Jimmy Cross. Oh, yeah, that name rings a bell. And it's called I Want My Baby Back. And how does it go? <laughs> Uh, I ain't singing it. Oh, I come can, on, you lightweight. No, no, no. I can close down a pub at the, when I'm karaoke in. Hang on a second, is it this? Hello, this is Jody. Is it? No, that's not it. No. Uh, <laughs> and what's it about? Is it about someone dying in a car crash? It certainly is. It's quite morbid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it years ago, and it's... it's, it's it's quite funny. I, it's not funny. No, but it's funny. It funny. <laughs> I listened to uh, the Shangri-La's leader of the pack last night. I bought an album and it was on there. And I, th- I, 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 I knew of the song, but as soon as I played it, Joe, I was transported yeah. to being five years old when I had an old dance set in my um, council house in Slough. And I had that, I must have had that record because I remember being obsessed by it. The motorcycle noise, the screeching yeah. of the tyres, the no, no, no. And as a five-year-old, it terrified me. I know. Didn't we have great parents back then? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, thank you. It was the equivalent of uh, letting a kid sit down, watch it, letting a kid sit down and watch. Um, oh, I don't know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or, or Dexter or something. It was awful. Morning, Chris. Hi, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you, boss. What you got? It's good, it's good mate. Bad radio. I was going to say the same thing. Jimmy Cross. I want my baby back. Oh, really? Yes. I don't. Uh, Kelly, can we find a bit of Jimmy Cross? I want my baby back. How does it go? Um... It starts off slow and it ends up into a bit of a, a dancey song, actually. But the, the you can't dance is, about that. The guy, the guy is, it's a love story that goes wrong. It's a guy who, um, who basically, uh, his girlfriend's killed in a motorcycle accident. And uh, the crux is, is, I want my baby back and over there's my baby. And over there's my baby. She's actually in bits off the bus. Oh, stop <laughs> <laughs> Do you, on, get it on. We'll, <laughs> we'll find it. We'll get Kelly, if anyone can find it, Kelly can. Do you remember the song, Chris, about the fella talking to a kiddie on the on the CB radio who's disabled, and then he goes oh, to yes, meet I him do, and he's dead? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, what's that called? So long ago now. Um, oh, that's got a There was a real thing. There. The 70s, if, if you were a kid in the 70s, you would think America was all CBs and truckers. Because there were all these songs. There was uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, you, you had Convoy. It was a, it was a different world. Yeah, well, I was a CB, mate. I was the penguin. Oh. And there was only seven of us. We'd been chased around by the Home Office. They wanted to catch us when it was illegal on AM. Good buddy. Ten four, <laughs> ten four. Good. Did you ever meet for an eyeball? Oh, quite often. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your rapper, mate? <laughs> oh, did you put on an American accent as well? 
No, no, you, you, you would wind people up and you'd make out you were coming from the other side of the world. <laughs> they picked someone up from America and they were talking to him. It was great. What was, great what was your handle? The Penguin. No, you were the Penguin? I was the Penguin, the famous seven were the Gladiator, the Voyager. Um, and it all got, I bet it all got a bit boring for you once they legalised it. Absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Once it went to FM, little kids got on it. No more fun. Yeah. There you go. Goodbye. Chris, listen, goodbye. Thank you for that. Uh, Dr. Watts. Yes. Are you doing a sneaky work call? Not quite, but listen, I've got that. I've got that. I want my baby back tune. And it's on an album that uh, Kenny Everett put together called The Worst Album in the World Ever. Oh, and it did. The thing is, I, I read about this album. All the artists were really peed off that they were put on this record until it <laughs> well, it's sold. It's awful. It's like the worst thing you've ever heard. But on, until on it sold bucket loads, and they all started getting uh, royalties for it, and everyone was then trying to get their artists on volume two. How does it go? I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. I remember it's just about what Matey just said about bits of uh, his girlfriend being all over the road. Hang on a second. It's, I, I think. That's it. Here we go, Dr. I can't skip through, but we'll play it to what we'll, we'll, we'll pick it up towards the end. But if anyone knows that song about a fella, a trucker on a CB radio, and he's talking to a disabled kid in, he goes all the way across America to meet this kid in, only to find out the child's dead. Peter and Kempson, do you know the song I'm talking about? Yes, mate. I think it's, I think it's called Teddy Bear's Last Ride. Oh, dear sir. Teddy Bear's Last Ride. Who's it by, Peter? A guy called Red Sovine. Ooh. Red Sovine. And have I got the story right? It is that miserable, isn't it? That's right. And there's, a, and there's another one that um, uh, to do with a little child, and it's called Giddy Up Go, but I don't know who that one's by. Uh, Peter, listen, thank you very much. Dave, you, you, you knew about um, Teddy Bear's Last Ride, was it? Dave? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I thought it was just Teddy Bear. Oh, is it? Okay. I think there may have been... Thank you for that, Peter. I think, Dave, that he did Teddy Bear and then he did another one as well because it was such a big hit. Okay. Yeah, Teddy Bear was his handle. Can you sing it? Can you sing it, Dave? I can't remember it that well. Oh, you (laughs) coward. There's the crash. Pack. Well, when I come to, I looked around. Oh, he was driving the motorbike. And there was the pack. And over there was my baby. And over there was my baby. Oh. And way over there was my baby. I want my baby back. (laughs) That is terrible. Over there was my baby. And over there was my baby. And way over there was my baby. That is awful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, who passed that one? Oh, if you've got any more uh, miserable um, songs, please. Uh, 81333 CR uh, or 08459455555. Have we got any Texas? Yeah. We probably have a few more in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> James in Wolverton, tragic song, Tell Laura I Love Her, yeah, Ricky yeah. Valance. Aww. The CB songs were by Red Sovine. That wasn't Rich, Richie Valance, it Tell Laura I Love Her. Wasn't it? No. No, was, that was Donna, no, he's thinking of Donna. Fine. Yeah. The song with Little Boy in the CB was Teddy Bear. Another sad one was Phantom 309 and Little Joe. That's from Linda. Hang on. Hang on. Something's happening. Pack that in. Jimmy Cross. What is this? 
together. Is so many levels. Anybody got a chill down their spine? He climbed into the coffin with her. I think we have to have a breather and a moment's silence for uh, Jimmy Cross's baby. That'll do. Travel news for beds, hearts, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Little Haddam on the A120, that's looking very slow on the speed sensors in both directions at Albury Road. In Tomwell on the A602 Ware Road, that's looking very slow between West Mill Road and Anchor Lane. And in Chesant on the A10 Great Cambridge Road, it's slow southbound from College Road to the Winston Churchill Way. In Aylesbury, looking at the speed sensors on the A41 Friaridge Road, that's looking very busy around the Oxford Road roundabouts to the A413 Walton Street roundabouts. And on the motorways, no reports of any delays on the M1 at the moment, the M25 anti-clockwise though is looking slow between junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Oh, that song has really unsettled me. Blimey. We're all a little bit, um, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Right, 7.46. Where are we? It's Friday, the 6th of of March already. Who'd have thunk it? I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The family of Habib Ullah have appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. And two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. Coming up... Panther update, but before that, let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. It's a milder start than we saw this time yesterday. Six degrees across the three counties as we speak. Lots of cloud around this morning, but it will brighten up a bit later on through the morning and into the afternoon. We see lots of spells of sunshine. The air's nice and mild, a fairly light to moderate southwesterly breeze. It's going to be a pretty nice day. Uh, Top temperatures today up to 11, maybe even 12 degrees, 54 in Fahrenheit. Overnight tonight, it will stay dry. Lots of clear skies. Uh, The breeze will pick up just a touch and temperatures will fall to around five or six degrees so again a fairly mild start to the day tomorrow it'll be a lovely spring-like weekend particularly on saturday lots of sunshine around and uh, temperatures above average for the time of year right up to 14 even 15 degrees might even see a 16 somewhere across the three counties never know your luck uh, it will be a nice day and there will be plenty of sunshine the breeze will pick up just a touch though tomorrow uh, sunday a bit more in the way of cloud but still temperatures in double figures a lovely weekend all in all uh, some rain on the way on monday and then turning a bit cooler after that. That's the forecast. After another mixed night of football for our local sides, tomorrow gives them another chance to get three points. Watford are away to playoff chasing Wolves. MK Dons are at home to promotion rivals Preston. Still Carl Baker plays it across and there's that goal that MK Dons have been looking for. Luton host Morecambe. And Luton Town second goal and Stevenage entertain Newport to the back post Pets underneath it great goal by Stevenage follow your team with Three Counties Sports tomorrow from 2 here on BBC Three Counties Radio call 08459 455 555 BBC Three Counties Radio <laughs> we are 
you're right, Justin. Hey, boss. Did you hear that um, Jimmy Cross song, I Want My Baby Back? Uh, well, yes, I heard it, and uh, it made me feel quite ill. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the teddy bear song? No. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I was on the outskirts of a little southern town oh, this takes me back. Trying to reach my destination before the sun went down The old CB was blaring away on channel 19 When there came a little boy's voice on the radio line And he said, Breaker 19, is anyone there? Come on back, truckers, and talk to Teddy Bear Well, I keyed the mic and I said, you got it, Teddy Bear and the little boy's voice came Who back on the air. Appreciate the break. Who we got on that end? I told him my handle, and then he began. Now, I'm not supposed to bother you fellas out there. Mom says you're busy, and for me to stay off there. But you see, I get lonely, and it helps to talk. Because that's about all I can do. Yeah, it goes on and Cheer on, Justin. Weren't the 70s a very dark and yep. mysterious time for music? Twisted with a capital T. As he liked. This was my dad's radio, the little boy said. But I guess it's mine and mom's now. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't, I can't. Uh, there's too much heartbreak, too much heartbreak. Well, it does kind of set the tone a little bit, Justin, for mm. what is becoming a very serious story. Yes. The Beast of Bedfordshire. Mm. Last week we told you about a Black Panther sighting in uh, the county. Sisters Rosalind and Debbie from Houghton Regis bravely agreed to meet uh, our intrepid reporter Justin Dealey back at the scene in Stratley to tell their story. Yeah. And it had a really thick neck and like right cheekbones that were chiselled and we decided to uh, pull over in the lay-by yeah. and to go, come out and get a better look at it and as it come out Deborah was behind me and I was in front and I could see it coming out of the scrub it like this. It was definitely this. black. This was a black panther. It was jet black. I've jet never black. seen anything so black. Yeah, and then I saw, I saw shouting to Deborah, it's come out of the bushes, Deborah. It, it's coming out. It's turning to face us. Run, run for, for your life. Yeah, run yeah. like the wind. Just leave you with that image in your mind for a second. Terrifying stuff. Yes. Uh, Justin, you've uh, taken this under your wing. You've been uh, investigating further. Who have you been speaking to recently? Yes, um, a week on. I've been talking to Willie Tiernan. Now, I don't know, Willie. Uh, Willie. Um, you I tell me. You met him. Yeah, I met Willie yesterday. I don't know, Willie. Uh, well, this Willie. Um, I don't know, Willie. Okay, w Willie Tiernan. I don't know. You met him, I Willie. I met, I met Willie yesterday. And, and is he going to? Um... He's about to tell his story. Um, in a nutshell, he has four sheep, and he keeps those sheep to, in his words, cuts his grass. Huh? He's got quite a bit of land there in his back garden. Okay. Now, around the same time as the original sighting from the two sisters, Rosalind and Debbie from House and Regis in Stretley, one of his sheep was attacked. And his back garden is around half a mile away from the original sighting. Um, the vet, very, very concerned about what happened. Thankfully, the sheep has survived. It was actually Willie's granddaughter who found the injured sheep. 
Uh, Willie tells us here about the injuries that were on his sheep. There were two mouthfuls that was taken completely, one off the side of the sheep's face and one off the top of its head. Had you ever seen anything like that never before? Never seen anything like that before, no. I've seen sheep where dogs has chased them, mm. pulled the wool out of them, yeah. but nothing that took mouthfuls of flesh from them. She's currently separated from the other sheep here. Is it a miracle that she survived and she's still walking around today? We didn't think she would survive, but she has done. So the vet has said to you, the bite marks on your animal, they are too big to come from a dog and they're too big to come from a fox. This well, is starting know, to concern me now. Yeah, we know they wouldn't come from a fox or a badger because the, the teeth marks were too big. So which animal do you think this bite has come from? Don't know. I, do you think it's a panther? It's quite possible. It could be. I don't know. But it can't be explained at this moment in Not time? at this moment, moment in time, no. Wow. What about sightings yourself? You've lived here for, for quite some time. It's, we're right in the middle of the country here. Have you ever seen a, a big cat before in this area? Yeah, I've seen a big cat in the area before, about 10 to 12 years ago. This large black cat squatted down in front of a burrow where rabbits were, and it was waiting for, obviously, for them to come out. And what do you think? It could have been a panther, a puma? Well, I thought at the time it was a panther. That's what I thought. I never did know about it being a puma. But I thought it was a panther. But then I'm no expert on those sort of animals. And a lot of people are laughing at this story, saying it can't be a black panther. But we're getting sightings. We've got this story about your sheep, the bite mark which can't be explained. There's got to be something happening here, surely? Well, there's definitely something happening here, yeah. Definitely. But no, I can't give you an answer to it. Well, we've got calls in. And if anybody else has, has seen anything in the area if they could call the Panther hotline. Willie, thanks for your time today, and hopefully this mystery can be explained in the foreseeable future. I hope so too. Um, obviously very disturbed, wasn't he? It was, and again, some people saying, haven't you got anything better to talk about? This is absolute nonsense. Well, to those people right now, why don't you come on the radio and you try and explain what's happening here in this part of Bedfordshire? Say there, Justin. Natasha? Yeah? You've seen it, haven't you? Well, yeah, we did. What, tell me what happened. A um, couple of months ago, me and my other half were driving to Milton Keynes. Um, we're on the way home. And as we were coming into Woburn, the back end, Jamie sort of looked at me and gone, what's that? And as we pulled down the hill, um, on like the breadth of the top of the hill we could see in front of us, there was this big black thing. And we were curious, so we've pulled over, had a little look, and as we've got closer, we've realised that it's not a house cat. It couldn't have been a house cat. It was way too big. And we've got, well, a family dog, Alfie, and it was at least another half of his length included. Um, so, yeah, we reckon we saw it as well. Uh, now, there are so, the, the, we, you filmed it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we managed to get a really crappy iPhone video of it. The, uh, the, 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 the crappy iPhone video is on our Facebook page. Some people have suggested that maybe it's just a normal cat close up. If you were there, you would have realised no, yeah. there's no way it was a house cat. I mean, I, I did animal management at college and, you know, I've got a fair knowledge of domestic animals, but that was no house cat. Justin? 
Well, again, it's another story backing up what other people are saying. Lots of people have phoned in this week saying, again, um, that they've seen a large black cat um, either in Bedfordshire or now, of course, further up in, in Buckinghamshire. These sightings are coming in, and people keep saying to me, I know what I saw. And not everybody can be lying, and not everybody can be making this up. There is something out there. Uh, we are looking into it, and at this moment in time, these things, sadly, they can't be explained. Natasha, what conversation, you know, when you, you were with your, your partner at the time, how did you both feel? Was it a bit scary? Um, a little bit, yeah. Scary and, and sort of exhilarating at the same time. Yeah, the best things often are. wanted to get closer, but obviously not get too close. Not get eaten. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it was most worrying when I called the wildlife park because we were so close to Woburn. Yeah, what did they I say? I assumed maybe something had escaped. I expected them to tell me I was crazy, but they put me straight through to their big cat department. The what? And um, they've got a separate area for oh, their big cat. Yeah. So they put me straight through, and I was having a chat with the lady, and as soon as I said it was a black cat, she said, no, it wasn't one of theirs. So it was still scary that they put me through, though. I just thought they were going to call me crazy and hang up on me. Natasha, I really appreciate you getting in touch and sharing the video. Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR if you want to see it. Justin, where next? Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, for, for the time being, I've done all I can. I've spoken to a big cat You've expert. You've not done all you can. Well, for, for the time being... I did, no, I did suggest mm-hmm. um, a suit of bacon. <laughs> Lady Gaga style if, if you were to go in the fields in a suit of bacon, that might just, might just tease it out. I've been into that field now three times in the last week or so. Have Sadly, you worn a suit of bacon? Uh, not a suit of bacon just yet, no. Here's a serious suggestion. Yeah. Why don't you take Mine a... serious. Why don't you take a tracker? Possibly. It is quite Take scary, a Native though. American. No, I mean, there's a guy... <laughs> Those I guys a, are brilliant at finding panthers. There's a guy mm. in Wickham who I've spoken to over the years and he reckons he traps... Well, we need some sort of expert advice in that field. I'll tell you why. Cause a, big cat, bacon. a big cat expert said to me that the panthers do not like human contact. That's okay. what he said to Unless me. Unless they're ripping um, the head off, as they've probably mm. done already. This panther's probably killed. Well, will probably well, kill no. again. No. It's a man no. eating baby snatcher. No. No. Justin, thank you very much. 08459, etc., etc. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the A1 southbound, queues are building up between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner southbound. In Chesant on the A10 Great Cambridge Road, it's looking very slow southbound from College Road to Winston Churchill Way. And in Little Haddam on the A120, that's very busy in both directions at Aubrey Road. In High Wycombe, the A40 London Road is very slow at Kings Road. And on the motorways, the M25 anti-clockwise is building up between Junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4. And looking at the M11 southbound, there are queues after an accident earlier between Junction 7 for Harlow and the M25. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. So, World Book Day, who did your youngsters go dressed up as? And it wasn't Christian Grey, was it? Like some 11-year-old boy did. That's just wrong, surely. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's eight o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, family appeal for calm after Wickham vandalism, improvement needed at Milton Keynes Hospital and St Albans taxi drivers threaten to boycott city centre. BBC Three Counties Radio. The family of Habib Buller have appealed for calm in High Wickham after two nights of vandalism. Police have stepped up patrols after more than 50 vehicles were sprayed with graffiti and had their windows smashed in attacks being linked to the death of Mr Uller in 2008. He died after being stopped and searched by police. An inquest this week recorded a verdict of misadventure. Saqib Deshmukh is a spokesperson for the Justice for Habibullah campaign. Obviously we appreciate things are a bit tense and people are angry, etc. after the verdict on Monday. But that there's no way that you know we can tolerate this kind of action. Unfortunately for, for a lot of people who you know who didn't really understand the nuances of the verdict, um, they, they seem to have committed some of these acts. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. The latest Care Quality Commission findings highlight accident and emergency services and medical care is not up to standard. More from Carol Abercrombie. The trust was rated good in six out of eight areas, but still has an overall rating of requires improvement. The trust chief executive, Joe Harrison, acknowledges that A&E and acute medical services come under most pressure due to increasing demand. He said they would use the report as a springboard for continued positive change. The report is based on a three-day inspection in October. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. Bedfordshire police say they were called at 7.20 after reports of a large number of men fighting on Hartwell Drive. Two men were stabbed with a knife before the other men fled the scene. The Hollywood actor Harrison Ford has been injured after a small plane he was piloting crash-landed on a golf course in Los Angeles. The 72-year-old star of the Indiana Jones and Star Wars films is said to be in a stable condition in hospital. Drivers will get a 10-minute grace period before a parking ticket is issued as part of a package of measures designed to tackle overzealous enforcement by councils. The change will come into force within weeks. Community Secretary Eric Pickles says the aim is to put common sense back into parking. Taxi drivers in St Albans are threatening to boycott the city centre in the early hours because of safety fears. They say some have lost faith in getting a prompt response from the police, a claim denied by the Hertfordshire Force. Here's Ewan Duncan. St Albans and Harpen and Taxi Association says there have been several occasions when drivers have either had their vehicle damaged or been verbally abused by aggressive customers who've drunk too much. The Secretary Mudassa Yassin says some drivers aren't bothering to report these incidents because they've lost faith in the police taking action. In a statement, Chief Inspector Ken Townsend from Hertfordshire Police said officers have arrived within the national response time during recent incidents at St Albans taxi ranks and officers regularly patrol the city centre throughout the night. The weather cloudy with some occasional sunny intervals, a maximum temperature 11 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. It's been a very, very morbid show this morning. We've been celebrating the miserable song. Can you believe it, kids? There was a fashion in the 50s, 60s, 70s for songs about people, well, you know, dying or being severely disabled by motorcycle accidents. Send us in your best ones, please. <laughs> We're also... It's World Book Day. It was yesterday. What did your kids go dressed up as? And, um... um are you surprised that a school excluded an 11-year-old boy who came dressed up as Christian Grey? The suit, the tie... In his pocket... 
A blindfold and some cable ties. I mean, really? And no one has been able to... I, I can't understand. There's a new law is going to be passed so that if your parking ticket runs out, you can't get a, um, a, a fine until ten minutes after. There'll be ten minutes grace. Well... I don't get it. I've never understood people complaining about them getting tickets from wardens. If you've if you've parked illegally or you've overrun your parking time, well, tough. Surely? 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Morning, Paulette. What you got? Morning. Um, I listened to earlier on, you were talking about a film called Escape in the Night. Oh, yes, um, yes. Years and years ago, just a little bit older than Hannah, about 12, yes. I read the book version of that, okay. and it's called Marianne... It's called what, sorry? Marianne Dreams. OK, right. So this, is, this, was the TV, this was the TV series, wasn't it? About a little girl who, who's ill and she draws pictures and has, has nightmares about them. Yeah, I, do, I have never seen it on the... T- the book. Right, okay. But the book is terrifying. Really? I think a black and white version of the film would be like scary, scary. How old were you when you read it, Paulette? I think I was about 12. Oh. And you know when you read Under the Covers in the Night? Oh, yes, I do. I read this Under the Covers in the Night, and it's the only book I couldn't stop reading it till I finished. I was too terrified. Well, I bet that's. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would have happened to you if you'd have stopped reading it midway through? Well, I probably would have dreamt the, the horrible things from the book. Do you ever... I am trying to think. I, I've certainly not been scared by a book for a long time, and I don't really get scared by films anymore. Is there anything that's scared you recently? Because that, that's, that fear you get from a good book or a good film is flipping brilliant, isn't it? It really is, but no, not really, no. It's that thing we get to, we get too old to kind of enjoy those sort of things. I reread the book every so... It really is. It still terrifies me. It still stands the test of time, does it? Um, the thing they were talking about, about the stones with the eyes in... Yeah. They were following this young children. Oh. Huge rocks with eyes in. We don't scare our kids enough these days. <laughs> a good bit of fear at a youngster, it kind of keeps them on their toes, doesn't it? Well, I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> Paulette, thank you very much indeed for that. I wonder if anyone went as that character from the book to World Book Day. 08459 455555. I can't think the last thing I saw... That scared me. I think it might have been Wreck, which is a brilliant, which you would like, the Spanish film. Did I give you a copy of no, that? No, you didn't. No, you I'll, keep talking to me about it okay. and then not delivering. I'll bring in a copy next week. It is, it is brilliant. Uh, but I saw that six years ago, seven years ago, and I don't think I've been scared by anything since. Properly scared. Luther, that can get... Oh, for goodness. Is that Elba? Yeah, it's Elba. What, what scares me is Elba's career trajectory. He's so good. He's not, He's mate. so good. He's just rubbish. 08459 455 555. Police have been stepping up patrols in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism in the town. They believe the spate of damage to around 50 cars is linked to the recent outcome of the inquest into Habib Ullah's death. Mohamed Kaliel is a member of the uh, uh, Independent Advisory Group for Thames Valley Police and joins us now. Morning, Mohamed. Good morning. I understand there was a meeting last night. Who was there and what was said? Uh, we had members of the IAG, the Independent Advisory Group, and the police commander and the uh, police inspector for the area and other related people really just focusing on this particular issue and nothing else. 
um, the horrific, horrific crimes. You can imagine one car damage is bad enough, but this was over 50 cars damaged in the last few days. People waking up to go to work, finding their cars are damaged, and sadly, we saw cars going to work with graffiti all over them, where people just simply had no time even to deal with it. They had to get to work, and, you know, our hearts go out to all the victims of this horrible crime, um, because I can well understand their anger and, and, and the insurance excesses involved. Um, what was decided at the meeting, then? In terms of the meeting, they just merely outlined the extra patrols that would be laid on last night. And before coming online, I did um, text the commander, and all I was told was that it's been a quiet night, which sounds positive mm. news, because Ed McLean is, is working hard behind the scenes to ensure the community on side. Uh, but it, it appears, thankfully, that last night may have been a, a night of calm, because we were also worried there would be a repeat of what had happened the previous two nights. Can you understand, you can obviously, I can understand the anger of the uh, the people who've had their cars damaged, it's a right nuisance, but can you understand perhaps the anger of uh, the the people who have committed this vandalism, if indeed it, it, it is linked to, uh, you know, the, uh, the the verdict, the decision that was made in um, into Habib Ullah's death? Well, I was involved with, uh, firstly, I can understand um, certain tensions, and I was involved with the Duggan case when that happened in London. Sometimes you just need a catalyst, and people that don't like authority or have other issues will simply come out. And it appears to be the case here, because the Habibullah campaign have denied any responsibility, and they've said they pleaded for calm, mm. and it, they, would be, they would be damaging their own campaign, so I don't think they're involved in any way, and they're victims to all of this. But equally, there are tensions, and that's a legitimate area that we need to be discussing and dealing with. And uh, previously, we had a fantastic commander. We've got a very good commander now. And they're trying to engage the community, but youth and the police will always be a problem, and they will always be looking for an outlet. And any major event that can spark them off, spark them off will, will get them into to committing these horrible crimes. Uh, and they are, you know, it, it is a new... I mean, what kind of vandalism uh, had uh, been inflicted? on the cars? Uh, well, it's NJNP, which was the slogan for the No Justice, No Peace um, uh, Habibullah campaign, Justice for Perhaps. So that's been sort of sprayed and, and uh, painted on cars. Windows have been smashed. Police cars were damaged as well, my understanding is. So it's a horrific crime, and as I say, it's unprecedented. 50 cars damaged, that's totally unacceptable. Horrific is, is, is one word. Of course, also horrific for someone to die in police custody. We fully sympathise, absolutely sympathise with the Habibullah family, and, and that's something that the, um, the, the, the due process is taking, um, well, going through the process. The tribunal has made a ruling, and now the officers are facing misconduct. Mm. So that, that, I think, will be something that we'll hear more about in the There future. are sections of the community, of course, who, um, um, you know, will, will see this as another uh, the, the death of another black or Asian person in police custody. And I, I guess, I well, I'm not in any way condoning what they've done in the slightest. But... Um, I, I can understand why um, the, the young people, black and Asian young people specifically, might feel disenfranchised, might feel that the, 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 the police are, um, you know, don't speak to or for them. Might, well, I can understand why they might be angry. 
Well, I think we all can. I think we all can. And this is an issue that's not just in Thames Valley, but in other areas. We've got groups of ethnic minority, particularly young people, disaffected and do um, not engage well with authority. And I, as a police, I've been working 20 plus years with the, the police in terms of an advisory and other capacities. I can tell you there are problems on both sides. So we, the police have what's called a professional standards department, PSD. And what people don't get to hear is a lot of police officers face disciplinary or, or even dismissal action in various forces for having committed quite serious offences. And so um, what we, we find is that at commander level, at management level, you know, we sit there, we discuss these issues, everything is fine. But what actually happens at street level between the youth or other people and PC blog etc is what tends to lead to a lot of complaints and you know in the past we've had police officers involved in even sexual crimes themselves and, and, and other offenses so yeah it's, it's a two-way story but i would stress in the main most police officers do a very good job Mohammed, thank you very much indeed Mohammed khalil a member of the independent advisory group for thames valley police and um Yes, uh, thank you to uh, Ian for your email there. 08459 four double five five double five is the phone number. A little quick recap and reposition of where we are. Don't worry about a phone call now. We'll get one afterwards. Uh, j- uh, uh, sorry? Oh, you're still thanking Mohammed. I do apologise, Catherine. I thought you were rushing to, uh, to get a phone no, call. No, we've got a bit of Matt coming up and we want to give him plenty of time. Oh, flipping egg. Miserable, Matt. Yeah, of course. We don't want to give him that much time, do we? I'm oh. that. He probably hasn't got much time. He's left, enjoying so. something today, so I thought we'd no. let that breathe. I bet he was enjoying that miserable country song. Yeah, of course he was. Of course he was. Uh, we are celebrating the uh, majesty of the miserable song where people are, uh, are killed or, or quite often just maimed, just. Quite often seriously maimed in um, horrific motorcycle or car accidents. That song, I Want My Baby Back, was just plain wrong. He gets in the coffee, I want my baby back. She's over there. And over there. And way over there. And then he gets in the coffin with wow. her. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Uh, and what did your kids, what are your kids going to uh, school dressed up for, for World Book Day? I've just had a picture of mine. She looks absolutely brilliant. Yeah, oh, I'll have a look at that in a second. Uh, and we've had a text through from someone else who sent us a picture. This is wonderful. Bev in Aylesbury. My grandkids yesterday, Francis is Bruce from Matilda, and Betsy is an umpa lumpa. And yes, they have done her face orange. Yay! <laughs> no one has gone for the Christian grey. Strange that, isn't Unlike the 11-year-old in, in Manchester. Manchester who went dressed as Christian Grey and in his pocket he had some equipment. Cable ties and a blindfold. That is me- What was his mum thinking? Well, this is the other thing. His you mom- thought this was all right. No, I thought This that- morning you said, oh, that's all right, that. No. What I said was I don't think it was right for the school to shame the kid when actually it's the mum's idea. Have a word with the mum or just let it go. Most of the kids won't understand yeah, what it is anyway. But there's a picture of the kid in the paper, big grin on his face, dressed up in he's the suit. It. He's got the grey tie, he's holding the cable tie. Do you know what's going to shock you more? Yeah. His mum's a primary school teacher. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's very slow between Junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4. And the M11 southbound, that's easing off now between Junction 7 for Harlow and the M25 after the accident earlier. In Chesant, the A10 Great Cambridge Road is looking very slow between College Road and Winston Churchill Way. And Little Haddam, the A120 is looking busy in both directions at Albury Road on the speed sensors. In Tomwell on the A604, 
02 that's looking very busy between West Mill Road and Anchor Lane and in Clapdale on the A6 Bedford Road that's looking very busy approaching the A507 towards the roundabouts. On the train to the 840 service from Luton to Bedford has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you Sammy. 8.16, it's Friday the 6th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The family of Habib Ullah have appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. And two men have t- been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. BBC Three Counties Radio. senior parliamentarians have vigorously denied any wrongdoing. The biggest news stories mean different things to different people. HSBC has described 2014 as a challenging year after reporting a 17% drop in its annual profits. To us, the biggest stories are what's happening right here in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. A cancer charity based in Steelers says they won't give up even though £5,000 worth of stock was stolen. My little collection tins, that's all gone. Every day, we bring you the things that matter most to you. With news bulletins throughout the day, a memorial outside Luton Police Station for Leon Briggs could be removed. In-depth discussions. She proved to the nation that she's actually a human being. She's not an automaton. And online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Local news. When and where it happens. BBC Three Counties Radio. on his phone. Yo, can I try something? Yeah. Turn the music off. OK, now try him. Matt! 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 OK, that's, that's Matt I thought guys. it was a protest noise from Matt. Yeah, it was... Tr- well, hang up, Matt, and we'll call you back. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> don't oh, bother. I'm not that fussed. No, he's deliciously dour today. You're oh, going to love it. He's, oh, dear. Hey, um, just be careful, guys. These dating apps... These do they? uh, Let's just get. Where's the sun gone? These dating apps, they sound like a lot of fun, but you can go in one door and you come out the other. The Sun, page thirty-nine. Tinder turned us gay. Just you've got to be so careful. I don't think any kind of technology can turn you. Tinder turned us gay, and to prove it, there's a picture of two women holding hands and a picture of them in bed. Oh, they look identical. When Syrah Johal signed up to Tinder, the last thing she expected was to be looking at pictures of other women. Well... She'd always been straight and only recently come out of a relationship with a man but started scrolling through. It was only when her friend confessed to changing her profile settings on the dating app to likes men and women as a joke, it made sense. Syrah laughed along, but revisiting the site, she was amazed to find lots of matches with women wanting to date her. The 21-year-old was drawn to bar worker Grace Goddard's quirky sense of humour and the fact they looked exactly the same. Beautiful. Grace had never been in a relationship with a woman. She and Syrah got chatting 
and after weeks of messaging, they were both shocked by the level of sexual chemistry between them. Tinder turned us gay. Grinder turned me gay. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, Matt. What have you got? The long black veil. Sorry? The long black veil. Well, take it off, Matt. Take it off, Matt. I can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) You sound in a good mood. That's unusual because you're miserable. Well, you've got a good show on this morning. Oh, hang on a second because we've... No, well... Oh, dear. Paul has emailed in saying this is usually a very funny show, but today it's rubbish and embarrassing. No, I think it's very good. I love all that old stuff. Brilliant. You, you love all the miserable stuff. I love the deep stuff, man. Leonard Cohen and all that stuff. Flipping heck. What Johnny Cash song do you like? The Long Black Veil. Sing along. Over to you, Matt. Go on, Matty Bom Bom. Ten years ago, on a, on a cold, dark night, there was, there was someone thing at the town hall light. There was you at the scene, but they all agreed that the stranger who ran looked a lot like me. Flipping hell, Matt. This is when we start to get get listeners again. It turns out, hey, guys, this is... (laughs) We're going to move this stuff to half past eight and and put good stuff in at half past seven. It's a bit miserable, isn't it, Matt? Well, he he was condemned. He was... uh... He got a chair and he went to his grave. No, he didn't, mate. He died of old age. No, he didn't. He did. I read a book about him. Johnny Cash. He got Not broken Johnny out. Cash, you prep. The guy in the song. Don't keep complicating things, will you? I'm so sorry. Because he got heartbroken Who's when... Who sure do you think this is? Sorry? Who's sure we are? I thought it was mine, Matthew. No, it's mine now. Thank, thanks for calling. <laughs> in that case, Matt. <laughs> in that case, Matt. Have we got any yeah. callers that we can put through to Matt? I'm tempted to give him to the next guest, but I won't. I want to speak to Dave. Dave stopped calling us up. Wow. Dave has lost his bottle. Well, he said he was going to ring us yesterday. You gave him a lot of stick in the past. Well, no, that's it. We were going to give him some stick, and he didn't turn up to get it. But you like the stick, don't you, Matt? I love a bit of stick, yeah. Thanks very much for calling. Tinder turned us gay. 08459 455555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Taxi drivers in St Albans are threatening to boycott the city centre in the early hours because of safety fears and say some have lost faith in getting a prompt response from the police. Well, the St Albans and Harpenden Taxi Association is calling for better protection from aggressive customers who've been drinking alcohol. Justin Dealey has been speaking to taxi drivers in St Albans. Sir, you're on the taxi rank this morning. Your taxi has been damaged recently. We can see a, a big hole in the plastic there behind us. Who did that? And there was a lady, you know, she was drunk, and I took her to Hamel, and the fare came up to a certain amount, and I asked her, she's starting abusing, she was drunk, and she started kicking. At the end of the journey, you know, you can argue with her, so at the end you have to just let her go. Because, you see, you touch a lady, and all she has to say, rape, mm. and you're clobbered. If you do phone the police, how long does it take them to, to come out and see you? It can take up to 15, 20 minutes, and by that, that time, it's too late. Just lastly, if there were no taxis here, on this rank at three o'clock in the morning. We can see a nightclub opposite. A lot of people come out of that nightclub around that time. 
there would just be loads of people here on this high street and no way to get them home. It would be absolute chaos, wouldn't it? It definitely would be a chaos and it would be a problem for all concerned. But you feel like that could be the only way for, for the police to, to take your, your concerns seriously if you were to do that? I think that is the one way of showing our frustration with the situation, yes. We speak now to Mudassar uh, Yassin, who is Secretary of the St Albans and Harpenden Taxi Association. Uh, morning, Mudassar. What's the, the taxi driver's beef? Hi, morning. Um, yeah, we don't actually have any beef in, in that sort of terms. Um, what we're asking for is a little bit more um, help um, when we do require it. Um, taxi drivers play a pivotal role over the weekend nights and dispersing members of public from the city centre. And when we do, uh, and that, I suppose that does help the police um, with their job as well. Um, we do require um, help when we need um, assistance. We'd, we'd just like the police to turn up at a reasonable time and not take up to 45 minutes to, you know, just call you back. That's, that's what we seem to... Is that what you're expressing? Because the gentleman who yeah. spoke to Justin, when he said 15 minutes, I know it's not quick enough to get someone who's legged it, but I, I did think that 15 minutes was, was, was actually all right for a police to turn up. Yeah, no, I agree with that. 15 minutes yeah. is not... I mean, it's not uh, brilliant, but it's not bad either. But uh, on most occasions, we have to wait over 45 minutes for someone to turn up. And, you know, in the past, we had uh, taxi drivers being called up a couple hours later and asked them, are you OK? You know, uh, do you need any assistance now? And, and they've laughed at that. And those, those same, very same drivers now don't ring up the police at all now. And they just, like, like the driver said, they're resigned to losing that affair or being beaten up what, or whatever. What kind takes. of stuff is happening? Is, is it primarily people just, just doing a runner? Or, or, or is there, you just hinted there that there was violence? No, there is violence involved. Um, you know, in the last couple of times um, that we have highlighted, I mean, see, the thing is, what happened was we had a forum just recently with the council and the police, and a lot of uh, issues got brought up there. And as a result, we put onto our forums, which we have about 180 or drivers on those forums, uh, that, you know, if you're having incidents, please take a photo and report it to us. And just in the last two weeks we've had three incidents that have been reported and we've highlighted all three of those and as a result we're talking to you now so you know th these issues are on a regular basis and you know just because drivers don't feel that uh, the police are going to be able to help them and they don't want to take two three hours out afterwards um you know or during their shift uh, to go and make a statement because that you know that, and their livelihood is um it's very tight at the moment, you know, especially with the amount of taxis that we have in St Albans. Uh, but say, uh, th th this uh, th withdrawal, this strike, I guess you would call it, in uh, the early hours uh, of the weekend, is that going to happen? And if so, when? And, and what effect are you hoping it will have? Look, Ian, um, be honest with you, I don't know if we're going to go for a strike. Um, it really depends on what the police do now. I mean, what Chief uh, Inspector Townsend has said is, you know, I don't agree with anything. Um, you know, he's, he, uh, he talks about uh, the additional rank being helpful to us. And last year I spoke to you uh, when we had the 24-hour strike in, in regards to that. And that was all down to our safety, you know, not being taken into consideration. And um, now we're, uh, with, with Chief Inspector saying that, you know, they respond to us very quickly, like I said, you know, on majority of the occasions we don't get uh, the response in time.
Stay there. We've got a, a statement. Who's the statement from, This is Catherine? from Mike Lovelady, who's the head of legal, democratic and regulatory services at St Albans District Council. Yeah. I know, isn't that a nice name? What a great name. Uh, here's what he says, and, I, and we'd be eager to get your feedback on this one, Madassa. Sure. Uh, we're aware of the recent incident at the St Peter's Street taxi rank. We work with the police and other partners on public safety and crime prevention in the district. Along with our partners, we operate a CCTV scheme in the centre of St Albans that's used to monitor the streets and detect crime. We also jointly fund a taxi marshal scheme at the St Peter's Street taxi rank to help ensure the safety of taxi drivers and customers using the rank. The police, taxi marshals and CCTV operators all, communicated by, uh, all communicate by linked radios to help assist in responding to any incident quickly. So that's him saying what they're doing. But this is what he's saying they might do. We're always willing to consider new ways of working in partnership with taxi drivers to help them feel more secure. With this in mind, we offered taxi drivers the opportunity of participating in a council-funded trial of an in-taxi CCTV scheme a few years ago. Other local authorities run similar schemes. Our offer was declined at the time, but we're happy to consider a trial again if the taxi drivers are willing to take part. Do you fancy that? Yeah, no, um, and they say that we declined it. We did not decline it. We put, our, we put it into our newsletter, which we sent to all, the, all our drivers, regardless of whether members or non-members, and no one responded back to us. So, you know, we, we can't say to drivers, you have to put this in. It's up to their, uh, it's their own decision if they want to put that on CCTV. And uh, we highly recommend it, to be honest with you. So we don't have a problem with that. Do you drive all. a cab, Mudassi? I do, yeah. Have you got CCTV in yours? No, I haven't. I mean, oh, so you, you I'll recommend honest, it, but you don't have it in yours. No, see what uh, I, I recommend it, but look, um, but you don't do it yourself. Ago, no, no, Ian, listen. Uh, four years ago, I was uh, I used to work weekend nights, and I had um, a person put a knife to my throat and um, was called take my money. Now, luckily, the police turned up and they and they did a good job of that, and they arrested the person who's been put down. He's just probably just come out now. Now. Um, uh, what's called? I stopped working the weekend nights as a result of that issue. Yeah, yeah I'm saying yeah. Now, what's called? If drivers want to work on weekend nights, you know, I would recommend that they do have CCTV on the week uh, during the days. You know, you can try and handle the situation. You, not to say that we don't get issues, but we do. But we try and handle it in a. Um, you know, it's it's different to be doing it on the weekend nights. Madassa, listen, it's good to talk to you. I uh, appreciate the work that you and your colleagues do, and uh, it seems nuts to me that anyone would threaten or even beaten up a, a beat up a cab driver. Madassa, thank you very much indeed. Oh. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking quite busy in Bedford now. Bromham Road's looking slow eastbound between the A428 and Shakespeare Road. Also in Little Haddam on the A120, that's looking slow in both directions at Albury Road. In Chesham, the A10 Great Cambridge Road is slow southbound from College Road towards the Winterson Churchill Way. And the A10 southbound has queues between Baltimore Lane and Southbury Road. On the A1 southbound, there are queues between the Holiday Inn and Sterling Corner but looking at the M25 and the M1 and the A1M on the speed sensors they're all moving absolutely fine at the moment on the trains the 840 service from Luton to Bedford has been cancelled Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio Across beds, hearts and bugs This is BBC Three Counties Radio
It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. The family of a B-Buller have appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. Police have stepped up patrols after attacks being linked to the death of Mr Uller in 2008 after being stopped and searched by police. An inquest this week recorded a verdict of misadventure. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in six out of eight areas. Two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening and taxi drivers in St Albans are threatening to boycott the city centre in the early hours because of safety fears. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Newcastle's Pappy Cissé has accepted an FA charge of spitting at Manchester United defender Johnny Evans. Cissé has issued a full apology. He faces a seven-match ban, but Evans denies spitting at Cissé and is yet to respond formally to the charge. In tomorrow's football, third-place Watford go to Wolves in the Championship. The Hornets are just a point off the top, but manager Slavisi Okanovic says he can handle the pressure. There's this many pressure in the in the football. I prefer have this kind of depression for 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 fighting for top of the table. What is another kind of the of the of the pressure where we must to save save the the, the team for don't relegate or something same. In League One, MK Dons will make a decision on the fitness of goalkeeper David Martin later today ahead of the home match with promotion rivals Preston. Martin has missed the last five games. Lee Hodson is set to replace suspended skipper Dean Lewington in League Two. Third-placed Wickham go to Southend. Wanderers have failed to overturn Matt McClure's midweek red card. Luton host Morecambe with Elliot Justham set to continue in goal as Mark Tyler faces a scan on a knee injury. His manager, John Still. We're going to have a scan now. We've waited to see how it's got a lot better, but not quite right yet. So we'll have a scan and we'll have a look. But Elliot's done fine. You know, I think he's got a good future, Elliot. He's done very well. And Steve Nidger returned to Newport. The Borough have signed former Luton midfielder Keith Keane on loan from Preston. And Andy Murray leads Britain in their Davis Cup tie against the USA, which starts in Glasgow at lunchtime. Murray opens against Donald Young in today's singles. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at nine. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. That's my boys. Wow. As World Book Day. There, what lovely uh, outfit. That's This is my favourite child. That one. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say which one. You know which one, Kells. I'm not going to say which one. You have a favourite child. Yeah, of course I do. What? Yeah. There's Kay. mine. Now, who's what cuter? The hell is she? My favourite child or what? Catherine's daughter? What is she? She is Lucy from a the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. She's been evacuated. Can't you see the gas mask box? Right. The beret. Oh, yes. Now now you the say suitcase. that, I'd know exactly what she was. Kath, have a look at mine. Well done. Yeah? Oh. Who, whose is the best? I feel Jonathan? like I'm in the middle of some kind of hideous battle between parents. Who is, who is, no, you're not. But you, you're, no, but this isn't my best one. Oh. This is my best one. Who's, whose is the cutest? Uh, Hang on. I, I really don't want to be drawn on this. OK, mine. That's fine. I, I, you gave me the wink and ple- that's fine. Please don't draw me on this. Now, remember when you came to my wedding, so you saw me kind of make... I, I, do, oh. I do remember your wedding. Well, actually, What's I don't that? remember much of it. Hey! 
It's World Book Day. It was yesterday, and um, we've been talking about this uh, silly woman who sent her boy to... Oh, dear. Sent her boy, 11-year-old son, dressed up as Christian Grey from the erotic series Fifty Shades Thereof. Yes. Uh, You're speaking to her. Yes. uh, At nine o'clock this morning, you'll hear from the lady herself, and I'll be asking on the big phone-in, do you think there's anything wrong with an 11-year-old boy dressing as Christian Grey? A mother has been criticised after sending her 11-year-old son to school dressed as the erotic S&M character Christian Grey as part of World Book Day. Right, use that description Mm. and ask your question again. Do you think there's anything (laughs) wrong? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the mother says there's absolutely nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Is she dead common? His costume included a grey suit, slicked black hair, an eye mask and a set of cable ties. The mother, Nicola Scholes, says that other children were dressed as serial killers, so she doesn't understand why people are upset by her son Liam's outfit. Nicola, who's a primary school teacher herself, Mm. was disappointed to hear from the school that Liam had been banned from the school photos. Well, she has spoken to me this morning. I'll play you my interview with her. You can judge for yourself from nine, and I'd like to hear from you. Do you think there's anything wrong with an 11-year-old boy dressing as Christian Grey? Or, frankly, are we just getting Read a bit it too... Again. Are we just... Change the question to the bit about the S&M perverts. Are we, are we just getting a little bit uptight? Are we losing our sense of humour? We're getting our knickers in a twist, because yes. he likes that. Do you think there's anything wrong with the an 11-year-old boy dressing as the S&M character Christian Grey? How do you see? 08459 555 <laughs> Your call's from nine. <laughs> Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. I look forward to listening to that interview. Justin. Hey, boss. You've taken this to the street. We'll do a recap in a second, but Mm. this is the the, the story that's got us all arguing away. 11-year-old dressed... I can't wait to hear that interview. (laughs) Uh, 11-year-old dressed up as Christian Grey, the S&M pervert from Fifty Shades Thereof. And this morning you went... Well, what's the problem? Well, I see no, you, you hang said, on, you said, hang what's, on. what's the problem? Hang on. Are other kids, fiction, mate. Other kids are going to school dressed up as Dexter, correct? Right. Yeah. Who is a serial killer. From a TV He's a series. serial killer. And Christian Grey, again, is just a character. They are both characters. What is the difference between those two? No, well, no, 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 no. Oh, one will kill you, and the yeah. other one will give you a damn good thrashing. Listen, I, I think they're both... <laughs> All right, girls, calm down. Chill out. I think they are both... Inappropriate. Oh, so they're both inappropriate. I was making a comparison. No, you did it. You did it. (laughs) You said what's wrong with that before you knew about someone going as Dexter, mate. Fact, not fiction. I just think it's just... I, I know that see, Christian Grey is your psychological hero. Yes, yes. I can see it being inappropriate, but at the same time, this is just a character. That's all it is. Yeah, in an adult book. Oh, okay. Boss? You might as well. What's a wife? A 12 year old girl goes dressed up as, I don't know, Emmanuel or Deep Throat or something. Wow. <laughs> no, come on. Gosh. I meant, I meant the Deep Throat from yes, all the president's yes. men, of course. Uh, Ian, I've taken this one to the streets. I've even managed to get a quick word at the end with a man who had a pizza box over his head on the streets of Harpenden this morning. Wow, did you really? Well, I did. I've been asking you to get one of those phrases. Yes, yes, I know. That's great. So, uh, <laughs> well, well tracked down. Uh, here's what people had to say when I took it to the streets. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Madam, what are your kids going dressed up as today? 
She's little red riding hood and he's just himself. Would you send your boy? How old's your boy, by the way? Ten. Would you send him to school dressed up as Christian Grey? No, I wouldn't. Um, I've not read Fifty Shades of Grey. Neither have I watched it, but I've got people who've talked about it and it's not what I encourage my kids to do. Do you think it's disgusting? It is. From stories that I've heard, it is disgusting. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> it's inappropriate because I've read the books. Uh, I've seen the film and anyone under the age of 18 involved in it, I think is very appropriate. So never in a million years would you think about dressing up your boy as Christian Grey? No, never. Inappropriate. Seriously? Yes. Boss, you've got a young daughter, but if you had a, a son who was 11 years old and it was World Book Day, would you send him to school dressed up as Christian Grey? No. No, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit weird, that one, isn't it? So the parents that have done that, let's get straight to the point here, you're a parent yourself. The parents that have sent him to school dressed up as Christian Grey, are they bad parents? Yeah. Morning, sir, how are you? Good. I know that you're uh, on the high street here in Harpenden with a pizza box over your head, but can I ask you a quick question, is that okay? Yeah. An 11-year-old boy has gone dressed up to school for World Book Day as Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey. What do you think about that? Uh, I, don't, I, I can't say it's wrong, but it, it depends, you know. It's... Would you send your child to school dressed up as Christian Grey? Uh, no, I would not. Um, how long you got that box over your head for? For two hours. Two hours, OK. I'll leave you to you. Thanks for your time. Thank you, thank you. Hey! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you can't seriously think it's acceptable. Seriously. Uh, in all seriousness, no. L looking at the facts, I think it's, it's, it's the go. extras. It's the extras. If he went to school no. in a suit and the suit only, I think maybe no. that would have been deemed no. as a bit of fun. But it's the extras. No, it's the whole character. The Christian mm. Grey character is in a... Pro By the way, I'm loving this album. The Christian Grey character is completely inappropriate for an 11-year-old to go dressed up as. So, anything to do with serial killers? I mean, it's, let's just say somebody goes to school then dressed up as uh, Henry VIII. Bit brutal, wasn't he? Is that wrong as well? Well, what? what OK, what book was Henry VIII in? Well, I'm just giving you an example. It's World Book Dexter. Day. What book was Dexter in? That's wrong on two counts. Okay. A, he was a murderer, and B, he's not a book. Where do you draw the line? That's all I'm saying. Well, I draw the line certainly, it's certainly some way before Christian Grey. Christian Grey is definitely on the wrong side of the line. Have you seen some of those outfits that kids go to school in? They look ridiculous. That kid, to be fair, what he, lo he looks smart. <laughs> What's on your show tomorrow, Jazz? Uh, on the show tomorrow, uh, we have the UK and American charts from this weekend in 1980 and songs that remind you of your very first date with your wife or your husband. Somebody I spoke to yesterday in Barton, their first date with their now husband was at Shillington Football Club. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Deary, dearie me. And what song did they associate with that? Uh, you'll never guess. Yeah. Eric Clapton, Bad Love. Hey, the song I associate with my wife is um, uh, The Day We Went to Bangor. <laughs> Clever. Not really. <laughs> I think it was in the charts at the time we got together. I don't uh, I don't know. Any texts before I go to Barbara? Yeah, loads. Go on, give us a couple you of texts. You know, we played, earlier on, we played uh, David uh, Savage's Garage remix of uh, Yo, We're Well. Yes, Barry we from did. Milton Keynes wants a copy. Uh, he mm -hmm. says, better than any burglar arm, people will think that there is uh, a nutter at home. Yes, OK, yes, <laughs> thank you. Angela suggests Old Shep for um, maudlin songs. Oh, and that's, uh, yes. And, uh, you know, earlier on, you corrected someone who suggested that Richie Valens sang um, Tell Laura Tell I Love Laura. Her. Yeah. 
Uh, James says, I'm correct, and in Wolverton, he recorded it in 1960 oh. for the UK, actually. Richie Valance did a version of yeah. Tell Laura I Love Her. Apparently. Well, who had the hit with that? That wasn't who had the hit. No. Hang on. Terry by Twinkle, or is that Twinkle by Terry? Uh, that's Twinkle by Terry. Oh, no, no, fair play. Richie Valance did it. OK, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I apologise, sir. Heather in Barton Clay said uh, Twinkle. Uh, and uh, loads of people are talking about, well... A song called Honey, but I think Barbara and Stephen are just going to Honey, that, come right? back. I just... Morning, Barbara. Good morning. It, Honey by Bobby Goldsborough. Yeah. Huge hit. I'm going to say 1968 or 68. 68, 68. yeah. Um, I didn't... I, I, I'd never really listened to the lyrics. Is it about someone dying? Yeah, my late... Well, donkeys years ago, my late boyfriend had a cancer, and that was a particular tune at that time as top oh, of the pop. Blimey! So it kept on playing, and every time oh. I played it, I used to cry my eyes out. Oh no! But that was forty-two <laughs> years ago. Does it still have that effect on you now? On occasion. Yeah, and if, isn't it funny how um, you know a three-minute pop song mm. can um, just just can link to us in quite a significant way? Yeah. Well, that was forty-two years. I've been, and that was forty-four years ago. I've been married forty two now, so been not too bad. I'm trying to find... OK, I've got the lyrics here. Oh, gosh, look. W- will it upset you if I read them? No, 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 okay. carry on. She wrecked the car and she was sad and so afraid I'd be mad, but what the heck, though I pretended hard to be, guess you could say she saw through me. Um, where's the bit where she dies? Oh, she dies. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. One day, while I was not at home, while she was there and all alone, mm. the angels just came. And took her away. Now all I have is memories of honey. And I wake up nights and call her la- name. Now my life's an empty stage where honey lived and honey played. That's right. And love grew up and a small cloud passes overhead and cries down on the flower bed mm. that honey loved. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara, thank you very much. That's quite right. Have that a good a, weekend. I knew, my love. Bye. Ta ta Bye bye. Oh, blimey. blimey. We need to, we, are there any modern equivalents of. of I heard songs? one a couple of weeks ago. We'll find out what it is after this. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking at the motorways, there's no reports of any delays at the moment, but it's quite busy in Chesham on the Great Cambridge Road. It's looking slow from College Road towards Winston Churchill Way. And in Little Haddam as well, the A120 is busy in both directions at Albury Road. In Clockpill, the A6 Bedford Road is looking slow approaching the roundabout at the A507. And in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road, that's looking very busy at the junction for Kings Road. On the A405 North Orbital Road at Brickett Wood, there's queues around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. And looking at the Train departure boards, there's no major delays coming up at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much. Last 15 minutes of the show, 08459 555555. So far, no one has been able to defend an 11-year-old being dressed as Christian Grey. If you think you can, give us a call now. Right, it's 8.45, it's Friday the 6th of March. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The family of Habib Ullah have appealed for calm in High Wycombe after two nights of vandalism. A report into care and standards at Milton Keynes Hospital says it requires improvement despite being rated good in some areas. And two men have been taken to hospital with serious injuries after being stabbed during a fight in Kempston yesterday evening. David, stay there. We'll come to you straight after the weather with Elizabeth Rizzini. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Hello, very good morning to you. It's a bit of a cloudy start. There's plenty of cloud out there at the moment, but uh, it will gradually brighten up. We'll see some lovely spells of sunshine. All in all, it will turn out to be a nice day across the three counties. Lots of sunny spells in this afternoon. Top temperatures today up to 12 or 13 degrees. 55 in Fahrenheit, just a light to moderate southwesterly breeze. Now, as we head through into tonight, uh, the clear skies, but we're still in the mild air, so temperatures won't drop off too far, down to around 5 or 6 degrees. And then tomorrow, beautiful spring-like day, lots of sunshine around. We could be looking at temperatures climbing even further, perhaps to 14 or 15, even 16 degrees, which is um, 61 in Fahrenheit. It's been a good while since we've seen that. Um, so, yeah, a lovely day, a little bit breezy, mind, southwesterly wind. Sunday, not quite as good because it is going to turn really quite cloudy through the day, but temperatures still into double figures. So, all in all, it's a fairly decent weekend. That's the forecast. Thank you, Elizabeth. Every weekday morning. Coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly racist? The JVS Show. I think we've got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It, it has existed. It will probably carry on existing. What I wanted to say is they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that, that, that is also true. That is also true. You will always get some, but they are such... A minority. I think the man's a buffoon. Get him up, get him out of bed, give him a sense of purpose. The JVS Show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, we've been talking this morning a lot about um, uh, morbid songs where people die or are rendered um, disabled. Yes. Severely in many cases. Uh, David has got one. Morning, David. Hi there. What's the song you got? Teen Angel. Now, I, one? I vaguely remember Teenager. Who sang it? I can't quite recall. I've got an idea of it in American Graffiti, but I couldn't swear to it. OK, can you give us a snatch? I can say, give you the whole song, if you wish. Let's, let's ha- David, away you go, sir. OK, I'm a smoker, so I apologise in advance. Um, OK, here we go. That fateful night, the car stalled upon the railroad track. I pulled you out and we were saved, but you went running back. Teen Angel, can you hear me? Teen Angel, can you see me? Are you somewhere up above and am I still your own true love? What was it you were looking for that took your life that night? They said they found my high school ring clutched in your fingers tight. Teen Angel, can you hear me? Teen Angel, can you see me? Are you somewhere up above? And am I still your own true love? Just sweet 16, and now you're gone. They've taken you away. I'll never kiss your lips again. They buried you today. Teen Angel, can you hear me? Teen Angel, can you see me? Are you somewhere up above? And am I still your own true love? Teen Angel... Teen Angel, answer me, do. 
There you go. Have you finished? I am. Well, first of all, a, a, a slow hand clap, uh, not out, not out of rudeness, right, out of respect for the teenage L. Hey, yes. that's flipping miserable, isn't it? Just a bit. Well, D- David, are you a professional singer? No, but I used to sing a lot when I worked in a factory. What make it, used to have making songs? Yeah. The hit factory. Ha- uh, a factory uh, down in um, oh, not far from Felton. Oh, and that one. They, uh, they used to make Petter engines, that was it, Petters. Oh. And um, the, the, uh, they used to put the radio on for a couple of hours a day. Yeah. And I'd join in with everyone. Hey. Now, now, be honest, David, did everyone enjoy your singing, or did some people say, Oi, David, shut up! I never got that. No? No. Well, that's... Uh, I'm not... Uh, Sorry? No, I was going to say, you've got a cracking voice. I, 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 could, I wouldn't have known you were a smoker unless I was stood in front of you inhaling the breath. Yeah, well, I'm actually getting a bit of stage fright at the moment. I'm shaking all over. Oh, mate, shaking <laughs> all over. That's the one. Don't That's shake one. all over, David. That was absolutely brilliant. Anytime you want to sing a song about a, a, a teenager dying, you're more than welcome to give us a call. Yeah, well, I can give you another one. Not now. No, not now. Not, not now. now. Ne- next week, David. Yeah. What? What? Give us a teaser. What are you going to call us with next week? Um, uh, Buddy Holly. Ways. Beautiful, David. One of my one of my favourites by Mr. Holly. He was good, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny, right? The amount of talent that's out there that has no outlet. Well, now David's got an outlet. It's BBC Three Counties Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. That's what we do. Let's have a look at some of um, the texts. Yeah, go on. That, I really enjoyed that, David. Thank you. And I bless him getting nervous. Ian Lee. This is from Kate. Yep. Please learn how to pronounce the word text properly. It's just the word text with an S at the end. Simple, just like you, really, says Kate on the well, Texas. Well, Kate, I'm, I'm doing it, Texas. Thank you. Um, Timmy Milton Keynes, Sad Songs, Billy Holiday, Strange Fruit. Now, well, you, we that all know song what is that's about, about lynching. That is, oh my goodness. That's, that's about that's r- a... racism and murder. Uh, and also, some people poning you, um, quite a lot of them. Uh, hey, guys. Steve in Watford. Morning, Steve. Edward in Blunham. Edward. Talented Valerie. Just to correct, Della. Ian, the uh, TV series Dexter is based on books with the same title. Uh, Jeff Lindsay, nah. Dexter Morgan. Jeff Lynn. No, it's called Darkly Dreaming Dexter, 2004 novel by Jeff Lindsay. Get it yeah, right. Yeah, all right, but I bet... OK, then you have to ask the mum that dressed the kid up as Dexter. Have you read the, do you read the books? Have you got the DVD box set? Home. <laughs> if they've based it on the TV series, then it doesn't count. And take the knives with you. I don't like... I've never watched Dexter. I don't like the idea. And actually, I, I watched the bit and I thought it was ridiculous. So it's a serial killer and we're supposed to I be rooting it. for he him. I was righteous. The ending was rubbish, apparently. Yeah, it was. It was. Baz is on the line. Morning, Baz. Morning there, sir. How are you? Well, I'm feeling miserable as sin. Well, if you can tell me the shop you went in to buy the last record you was playing or tape you was playing... What? Could you tell me the name of the shop, please? Because I really want to avoid that. So, well, I, oh, whoa, oh, Basaman! Which record? You don't, you don't mean this, do you? Hang on, you don't mean this? No, no, there's a singer on there singing. He means David. <gasps> the, the last caller? Yes. Oh, Basamund, Basamund. Nay, nay, and thrice nay to quote Mr Howard. I thought he had a cracking um, <laughs> set of lungs on him, that fella. So what are you going to sing as Basamund? Blobalop. Blobalop. Oh. Mr Wee. What's Blobalop? He's singing, he's, are you singing Mr Blobby? 
Blah, blah, blah. Get out of here, Basimant. Um, what on earth? He's banned for the rest of the week. What a joke. We'll lift the ban on Monday, but he's banned for the rest of the week on this show. You were asking about songs, and I've put one in for you. Now, no, I, I heard this the other week. Yeah, you were. Is there a modern us. version about, about wrong songs? songs? Oh, yeah. Tim McGraw, right? It's called... Ali McGraw's son. Yeah. Don't Take the Girl. It's a really sad song. Don't... Uh, country. Of course it is. New country. Five chords and the truth. Hey. <laughs> Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing. Wait for it. He was eight years old. Oh, no. A little girl came through the front gate holding a fishing pole. Hey. His dad looked down and smiled. We can't leave her behind, leave her behind. Son, I know you don't want her to go, but someday you'll change your mind. And Johnny said, take Jimmy Johnson, take Tommy Thompson. No, this is the sad bit. Take my best friend, Bo. Do you know what's going to happen with this girl? She's going to die. No, take wait. Anybody of course she is, but wait. Hang on, he's offering his best friend. Well, that's a bit mean. I don't think songs should be sad. Country songs are always sad. There's no need. But don't take the girl, come on. Daddy, please don't take Which girl? Who's what's she dying of? No, she's not dying yet. Wait. How much longer have we got to wait? She grows up. We finish this finishes at nine o'clock this show. Was she an orphan? Listen. I don't get it. He's prepared to sacrifice his best Same sweet girl. In years down the road. Does she die in this verse? Okay, well, that's... Come on, no, ten years down the road, what's going to happen? I think I'm going to die in this verse. I can't, there's another two and a half minutes of this. Stranger came and pulled a gun Grabbed her by the arm It's escalating. Wow. Said if you do what I tell you to There won't be just tell me, does he do? Yeah, does she do what? Wait. Now he's saying, don't take a girl. See, it's if she doesn't die here, he's I'm saying, be don't furious. take a fishing. Now he's saying, don't hurt her. You can have my wallet and all that. When does she die? What does she die? Next does she verse. die? Does she die in this? Wait, no. Okay, well, she I'm dies just... in the worst way. Well, I mean, I'll be I mean honest. the second worst way. Does she get cancer? No. Does she get disease? No. She, she dies giving birth to his, his girl, does. his no. daughter. Yeah, she dies oh, giving birth to his awful. daughter, of course. Take Why the, would you write that down? Don't take the girl. Well, I tell you, the worst, cri- the worst crime of that of, of Tim McGraw there is actually destroying country music, which is a fine tradition <laughs> of music, and he's murdered it. Not only has he murdered a woman in a song, he's murdered the genre of music. If you take that out of country music, there ain't no country music. Here we go. Five years down the road. So she's 24, okay. There's gonna be a little warning. She says it's time to go. Jonathan's loving this, look, because he knows that his show can only be brilliant after. Even if he did a turkey, it'd be better than this. Listen, listen. His mama's fading fast. She's fading fast. Johnny hit his knees in there. Yeah, we got it. He's playing. Very breath you Take the heart from my chest. Have a great weekend, guys. There is a time. Catherine is Catherine is once again screwed up the timing of the show. Take me out of this world.
Have a great weekend, guys. I don't know how JBS is going to turn this around. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. I do it in the head. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Little Haddam on the A120, that's looking slow in both directions at Aubrey Road. And looking at the speed sensors on the A41 eastbound at Kings Langley, it's looking quite slow from the Hemel Hempstead turn off towards the M25 junction 20 for Kings Langley. Also on the North Orbiter Road, it's looking busy around the M25 junction 21A roundabout. But actually on the M25, there are no major delays. And on the speed sensors, it looks really clear on the M1 and the A1M as well. The A40 London Road and High Wycombe's very slow at Kings Road, but no delays at the moment on the M4 or on the train departure board, Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Don't forget there'll be a new podcast in a few hours. Don't worry, that won't be in it. You can get it by going to the uh, Three Counties website and it'll be on iTunes a few hours later. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Dealey. That's it. That's your lot. JVS is up next, but from all of us, until Monday morning at 6 o'clock. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Dry your eyes, everyone. Good morning. It's the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Friday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in, do you think there's anything wrong with an 11-year-old boy dressing as Christian Grey? A mother has been...